to the ANA Podcast, Sports Talk, with your hosts, Anthony Cortez and Alex Ashley. Hey, and welcome back to the ANA's Podcast. <laughs> 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 Y'all ready for this? No, Sports we don't show. need to start it over, dude. Episode 15. Dude, let's episode, go. Let's this, get it cracking. This crack is an it. excellent start to the episode. All right, cool. Let's get I it didn't like how I said it, but all right, cool. Bug it. Let's do it. <laughs> all right. Two tears in a bucket. What's going on, brother? Oh, it's going good, dude. I got a good week. What y'all been up to this week? Not a whole Watching lot. sports. Watching Sporting. a whole lot of sports. Yeah. Too I watched, many. Uh, all over the place. I watched uh, episode one of Hard Knocks last night. I really enjoyed it. Is it good? the Browns one, right? Yeah, with the Browns. Baker Mayfield. Yeah. What's the other quarterback's name? Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor. Mr. And, no pick. Yeah, and then uh, the wide receiver. Uh, Jones? Lynn, Landry? Lynn Landry? Lindell, Landry Jones? Lynn Landry? Lindrell? Lind- Lind- Landry? I don't know, but he's really good. I, yeah, really no, I know good. who you're talking about. I follow him on Instagram. He just came from the Dolphins. Yeah, yeah. I think it was Landry something. Landry Jones something. Dude, they were showing his they were showing his workouts last night, his one-hand catches and stuff. Bro, it's insane God, what these dudes do. so good. I was looking at some shit on Instagram uh, watching Odell Beckham. Workout yeah. that dude's a fucking mo- he has like the weirdest workout. He's like catching balls with one hand on his roof and shit. Yeah, yeah dude, dude. so <laughs> like, crazy. I wish I had that like little like understanding of reality, like the shit you can and can't do. Athleticism. Yeah, well, yeah, that too. But like, <laughs> I wish I could just be like, yeah, I'm gonna go catch passes on my roof now. I'll be back. Like, I'll be back. That thought's never crossed my mind. It it, it always. It, I know it's not a big deal, but it always. Um, it, it it freaks me out when I see those guys like when I see Instagram videos or whatever, and they're all they're just practice they're just practicing catching with one hand. Yeah, just, like down. They're just and you know down one hand. I'm like, how fucking a? Oh, bro, I can barely catch it with two hands. Yeah, dude. Like, teach me your. I race. can barely pick up a football off the ground. <laughs> I can't bend over all the way to yeah. pick up. The I thought you said you could, I, I thought like you kneel. said you could toss it over those mountains. I could, but I can't pick it up. <laughs> if somebody gives it to him, he could toss it over the mountains. Exactly. Yeah, but yeah, big gotcha. difference. Yeah, big gotcha. difference. Big difference. All right, welcome back. If you're joining us for the first time, we are Anthony and Alex, joined by our producer and co-host Rocco. What up, my charming, handsome brother? You know that's right. <laughs> I can this... vouch for that. Can confirm. <laughs> can confirm. Can confirm. We can all confirm. <laughs> uh, this is episode 15, and welcome back. Um, wristband Wrist- giveaways. So we have a few. Uh, we have a few things that we want to talk about real quick, and a little housekeeping stuff to take care of. We uh, so we are on iTunes. If you're listening to us on iTunes, you obviously know that. Um, or and do they? So we have a wristband dun, dun. giveaway going on right now. If you go leave us a positive, positive review on iTunes, we will read it on the show, and we will send you a wristband. And we had one. Uh, you know, just random side note, I would almost be willing to give the most creative negative review a wristband just for the creativity. Like, if you can really, like, come up with some shit, and it's actually... Kind right, of funny, legit. right? I would, I would send you something. I'm yeah, down, absolutely. Yeah. So if you want to write a negative review and you still want to get a wristband out of it, please feel free. Please feel free. I would love to read that. Hey, haters gonna hate, dude. That's right. Uh, Taters gonna tate. Where is it? Where is it? Mater's gonna mate. Uh, <laughs> Gators gonna gate. You looking up the review? Yeah, we had one, right? It was, uh, yeah. So it was Tyrant. Is that Tyrant? Or tyrant? I thought it said Tyrant. Tyrant? Yeah. Tyrant to Swizz. Uh, it's uh, doing a super great job with the podcast, guys. It has got the whole package because you guys bring the humor and the variety. I can't say variety. And keeps you Ver- so... Variety. 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 Thank you, variety. gentlemen. Variety. Thank you, gentlemen. Now I can say it. And keeps you so intrigued every week to see what's coming next. Hey, thanks, uh, Tyrant. 
whoever that is. Thank you. Yeah, shoot us an email, Tyrant. Again, AA or double A sports show at gmail.com. Uh, we'll get your address and we'll send you out a we'll send you out a wristband, man. Thanks yeah. for writing in. Double um, double is spelled out. D-O-U-B-L-E-A sports show at gmail.com. Thank you, brother. Mm-hmm. For reading that so precisely. I that know. was that was very astute. Pristine. Yeah. The enunciation really yeah. is what did it for me. <laughs> When we do have mail, we read it in, and we did have someone write in uh, this past week. He said, do you want to read it or do you want me to read it? After you, good sir. Okay. Tyler Short, he said, my name is Tyler. I am from Houston, Texas. I actually met Alex. I actually met Alex in the Navy. Dude, you are awesome as always. Loving the show, Alex and Anthony. Your points are so good, and the amount of humor you bring to the show is just hilarious. If you guys could weigh in on what you think Carmelo Anthony going to the Rockets would do for that team. Of course, I am a Rockets fan. I would just like for you guys to weigh in His on only it. real flaw is that he's a Rockets fan. Yeah. And see what you think. Also wanted to see if you could weigh in on how the Texans will do this year. I feel really good about it with J.J. Watt coming back and Tyron Mate- Tyron Mateo? 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 Something. Sorry, dude, if you're listening. The Honey Badger. We'll yeah. just call him that. <laughs> coming no, well, over. That's his nickname, the Honey Badger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coming over from Arizona. But how do you guys... But do you guys think that they could do be Super Bowl contenders this year? Because I think if Deshaun Washington... Stays healthy, they had they definitely have a good chance. I wrote back to him and I basically said in short, yeah, um I just don't think Carmelo going to the Rockets is gonna do you any good. Yeah, I mean, let's talk about that. Uh Carmelo going to, to the Rockets, they'll definitely be uh on uh, on 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 uh on the head of the list uh to uh, to win at like buffet eating competitions and stuff like that. True, yeah, true. You know But there is only one ball in Golden the Golden is like afraid of those guys. Yeah. There is only Golden one. Corral is definitely afraid of Carmelo Anthony. Yeah. So disappointed in Carmelo Anthony. He Carmelo, how you really feel. Carme- Why are you disappointed? Yeah. Carmelo and LeBron came out at the exact same time. Am I correct? Pretty close. But I think the difference is that LeBron didn't play in college, whereas Melo played at Syracuse, right? Syracuse and won yeah. in his freshman year. So Carmelo's yeah. just a little bit older. I think yeah. so, But yeah. essentially the same age. Age. Same decade. Pretty close. Or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look at how well LeBron has taken care of himself, and look at how poorly Carmelo has taken care of himself. That right. dude's got a beer gut, man. Same. Like, what is he doing? You're in the NBA. He's in the NBA and he's having fun. I guess. But still, I mean, think and about it. And nobody wants him. Nobody wants Carmelo. Well, why do you think nobody well, wants him? Well, because he's a prima donna. This he's whole, a, like, I'm not coming off the bench thing? No, yeah, fuck no. If that's not going to work. No. That's and what I'm saying. Like, It's not like he's in his prime anymore. It's not like yeah. he's going to put up 40, 50 points a game. I mean, I give it to him. He's trying to he's trying to put in these good off-season workouts. And, you know, they have he's got guys filming it on Instagram. And, oh, dude, shit, Carmelo with the hoodie, you know, going at it. Yeah, but so what? Do it in the regular season. Yeah. Yeah, but low-key, we want Carmelo in a hoodie. Like, that's the dude that you do want to... You don't want Carmelo, like... I don't know. Carmelo with a hoodie on is a bad dude. He is. Without the... Not saying he's not. You know what I'm saying? If anything, that's the one that you want, though. Yeah. I just... The whole... Oh, you want me to come off the bench? Well, yeah, you, be a yeah, team player. Yeah, because... You're, you're part of good, a team. Yeah, you're not good enough to be a starter. Right. I was yeah, going to sure. say, if you're not good enough to start, then too fucking bad. Is he even good enough to be in the NBA still? Yeah. 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 I guess. Yeah. I mean, I would, he has the talent. He has, and for me, more than anything else, he has the 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 basketball IQ. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like he knows how to play the game. He's been around the game. He's played for different teams. He's played for different coaches. He knows the league. So if anything, he can be a resource to these younger cats. Right. You know, giving them more information than they might not have gotten from the next guy. I don't yeah. think the Rockets really need him. 
they did very well last year. Oh yeah, but, right. You know, dude, if they see. if Chris Paul plays Game Seven, they're in the finals. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I'd agree with that. I mean, and then Boston wins, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Think so? Yeah, I still think so. Yeah. Wow. I don't know. I mean, yeah. obviously the Cavs beat Boston. I think that was a little bit of a fluke. I think. Yeah. I mean, Luke Walton, not Luke Walton, uh, Brad Stevens, you know, <laughs> took that young team. Totally different team. I know, right? Uh, but still both young and excellent coaches. Yeah. But uh, Brad Stevens took a team with rookies like Tatum to, what, 10, 15 seconds away from an NBA Finals? Yeah. Like, that's fucking outstanding. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If LeBron doesn't play for the Cavs, Boston wins that division outright yeah. with no question in mind. I still think they have it, no question in mind, even though Toronto got... Uh, Kawhi. Oh, for sure. I still think Boston takes that, no questions. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, As far as the Texans go, to me, the Texans always look good. Yeah. And it's just... Always? Yeah. Or in the past three years or so? As a casual... As a casual sports watcher, the Texans always look good to me. As opposed to maybe with their quarterback. But as a team as a whole... I mean, watching when they were on Hard Knocks, mm-hmm. I was like, "Man, these guys look great!" Right? You know, JJ Watt putting in those workouts, and he's just phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. Although Watson I do think gr- he's rated a little too high on this newest Madden deal. I think he has him like at a ninety-eight or something like that, and coming off an injury and kind of where he is, like I think he's maybe like ninety-five, ninety-four, ninety-three <laughs> by three points, dude. Yeah, yeah. He's rated think, a little too okay, high. Okay, ninety-eight. He's though. rated a little too okay, high. Okay, he's one point away <laughs> from perfect on the game. One point away from perfect God on the damn, game. dude. I know. Be easy it's on the guy, high. dude. It's Jeez. too high, dude. It's too high, dude. Who, uh, who's the quarterback for the Texans this year? Deshaun Watson. Uh, Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson. Oh, okay. He'll be back. That's yeah. Right. Deshaun That's Watson will right. be back. Yeah. Um, he looked good to me last year. From yeah. what I saw, he looked good last year before he went down. Um, I mean, so in short, I wrote down... <laughs> his name is short. In short. Sorry. Tyler. Uh, sorry, sorry, Tyler. Uh, um, <laughs> but, in, but to answer his question, I mean... I do think they can be contenders, especially if JJ can stay healthy. Because God, it just feels like he, the dude can't, you know, can't stay on the field. Yeah, when I watch the Texans, it looks like God. They just got that's bad luck. Yeah, right. you yeah. know what I mean. Just the roll of the dice didn't go their way. And right. I mean, with Tyron there, I mean, well, coaching I think is also an issue. Right. It is. Yeah. Right. It is. Who is their coach? We should probably know that. Is it still that? I mean, that's it's, exactly though. It's yeah. not the same guy. Uh, that real big. I think they they may have changed. That real Let big me guy. Take a look. Google, Houston Texans head coach. But yeah, it just seems like they get like... Uh, they just have bad luck? Yeah, it seems like they just get bad... They have bad luck. Yeah, I don't know man. what it is because they have great it's injuries, I think. That's their biggest problem. Right. Yeah. Uh, Bill O'Brien is the head coach, and he's been the head coach there for a minute. For a while, yeah. So okay. it's still the same yeah, guy. Same dude. Still the same guy. But I mean, with Clowney on one end, Watt on the other. <sighs> Clowney You have so Lamar great. Miller in the backfield. Excellent runner. You have DeAndre Hopkins. Like, you have a good team around you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Especially with the pickup of... Uh, the honey badger, like that's a good pickup for their secondary, which mm-hmm. I think historically isn't super duper great. The fun, yeah, the yeah. best. No. You know, so I think I think they're a better looking team, definitely a playoff contention I don't know team. If, yeah, I don't know if they'll make it to the Super Bowl because there's so many good teams this year. Yeah, right. but but they should they should on paper have a very good season. Yeah, they'll yeah. make it to the playoffs. I have no doubt about that because their division. If divisions, JJ stay, if if they can stay healthy, if they can stay, because I mean, look at I mean, they have the Jacksonville Jaguars in their division right now, who's probably going to win the division. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Indianapolis Colts who just got luck back, but even still, they're a rebuilding team. They have the Tennessee Titans who can't really ever seem to get over that hump. Yeah. You know, so I think they're getting better, much like the Texans have. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's any team who's gotten as good in the offseason as the Browns have, though, and we'll cover that a little bit later. Um, but I think Houston Texans have definitely like upgraded. They're there. Yeah. They're there. They're a playoff team. So I mean, yeah. 
we do think they can be in the playoffs. We do think, but Super Bowl contenders, Ugh. not yet. Not a stretch. Not, not yet. Yeah, that's. Um, I but I mean, in time, coaching. Yeah, in my opinion. Yeah. So, uh, but anyways, thanks for writing in, Tyler. We appreciate it. If any, if uh, if any of you out there want to write in, at the email is double a sports show at gmail dot com. How do you how do you say it again, dude? Double is spelled out. D o u b l e a sports show at gmail.com so thank you for, thank you for that brother That's i right. really appreciate that i know it i know it. <laughs> all righty so what I'm well we for. didn't write it down any Annunciation. High- <laughs> <laughs> do i know we didn't write down any highlights but you want to talk about tiger last night did you see what tiger did yesterday dude uh, he, <laughs> no, saw he came in fucking run is so what he came he's in doing. second right yeah yeah. Second? yeah yeah by like four strokes or but something had, like that he had twitter buzzing dude over yeah, he, he was uh the hat backwards hat the backwards, fucking his, his on, red dude. sunday shirt Uh-oh. walking in he had the power outfit on he dude. had the red shirt yeah, on. Oh, yeah red dude. shirt Man. black pants yeah. he was coming in looking like a dude, he looked like boy a coming hoss, in off holiday dude. bro yeah was it just me or did it look like he hit the gym or something I think he has been oh, in the gym. Yeah. Did he yeah. bulk up? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, his whole thing is he's been injured for a long time. He had back injuries, too. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to keep working out with a bunch of back injuries. Yeah. So I yeah. think now he's finally kind of getting back to a point where he can really, like, put some work in. Yeah. I think that's going to be the excuse I use for why I don't go to the gym. Right. Back, back injuries? Yeah, back injuries. Yeah. It's just it's terrible. Yeah. yeah. Hey. It's so. my tibia. You got to take care yeah. of your body. My dude. upper uh, dorsal. <laughs> my upper dorsal <laughs> uh, fin. It's my upper dorsal fin. So I just strained it doing <laughs> kettle balls. Uh, squat. There squats. you go. Qu- yeah. Kettle squats. Yeah. That's a better one. And what it was, yeah. That's um, what it was. Yeah. Totally. Uh, that CrossFit, man, it'll get to you every oh, time. Oh, yeah, it does. <laughs> Can't oh, stop yeah. talking Trust about me. it. I know. <laughs> Thanks a lot, DDP yoga. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about hot yoga, bro, Han. Yeah. yeah. You got to get that sweat on. Really <laughs> detox. <laughs> Any other highlights that y'all can think of? I can't think of anything right now. Uh, uh, um, excited football's back. That's a highlight. Yeah, football, I mean, that's a highlight. Oh, that's one thing I did want to talk about, because I'm a diehard Falcons fan, Rise Up Falcons, for anybody who likes good football teams. Um, <laughs> but the Jets played a really good game against the Falcons in preseason. And I follow a bunch of pages on on Facebook for Falcon stuff. And every Falcons fan is just trashing every player. And it just cracks me up because this is preseason. We're supposed to see what the second string, the third string, the four strings can do. And these guys are like, man, kill Matt Ryan. And I'm like, oh, my God. Dude, it's the scrubs are in. It's, Take it easy. Dude. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. It's but, the preseason, dude. Thank you. Speaking of the scrubs, Baker Mayfield, he looked pretty good. He dude, did. He yeah. did look pretty good. Yeah. He looked pretty good. And Dak Prescott looked pretty good. so did Sam Darnold, though. And that's exactly yeah. the point mm-hmm. I was bringing up. Sam Darnold went, what, 13 for 18, almost 100 yards with a touchdown, was sacked once for seven yards. But... Teddy Bridgewater also went seven for eight, 85 yards and a touchdown. Joshua Crown went one for one with four yards. Like all of, all of the quarterbacks for the jets played really, really well. And so that was impressive to see, but to your point, Mayfield, what? I think it was like 11 for 20, 200 something yards and two touchdowns. He threw for like a million yards. Yeah. Probably pretty close to mm-hmm. a million. About yeah. six touchdowns in like four plays. Yeah. yeah. And no, the thing that cracked me up though, is after uh, his first touchdown, he throws the ball into the stands. Uh, a Giants fan caught it and threw it back onto the field. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah, fuck you too, Mayfield. <laughs> Your Oklahoma ass fucking bitch ass. Yeah. Fucking Oklahoma ass. De- Des Bryant was watching apparently and he was like, hey. I'll go play for I'll go play for the Browns. I'll catch some balls from from Baker. <laughs> Nobody wants you. Yeah, sorry, dude. Sorry, Des. Calm down, Brohan. Um, uh, Hard Knocks. Hard Knocks was great. If you have HBO, go watch Hard Knocks. I love every single season of it. I don't care what team it is. It's just cool. Yeah, dude. To get behind the scenes, takes you inside the world. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Oh, another big one to highlight. Uh, Timothy Welch, I think his last name Welch. Um, plays for PSG. He's a young cat. He's a, a United States guy. 
uh, plays for our international team, uh, scored uh, a goal in the first game of Liga One for PSG. Hey, bravo to you. Along with Neymar. Hey, slow Woo-hoo. clap right there. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's And that's big because, I mean, that's, that only increases the potential for the U.S. men's national team. If we get our young guys playing for these really good clubs yeah. against really good top, like competition, Like that's exciting to see. So that's always fun. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, there's a ton of highlights out there, but nothing really. Nothing really, yeah, right now. Yeah. All righty. Uh, let's get into it. Sauce. Sauce. Let's get saucy. I haven't been able to get a uh, a track for that because they're like fifty dollars. Oh my what? god! For mariachi music? Yeah. We can for go to San any, Antonio and record for any, somebody for like ten bucks. For any track that you can use like over and over and over again for a podcast, it's uh-huh. like fifty bucks. Oh my god! Are you serious? Yeah. That's terrible. Oh, so I'm dude. like, well, I guess I'll just try to make one. one yeah. Day. <laughs> we can we can play some mariachi. I got the maracas like down pat, bro. Yeah. Sorry. That's that the good. that's the bootleg version that, that y'all get good. for now. All right. Right. That's fine. But missions. Missions. Uh, what do you got, Alex? So talking a little bit about our San Antonio missions, a.k.a. what? Well, I the, guess maybe not for long, but a.k.a. The Flying Chonklas. The Flying Chonklas de, de San, San Antonio. Antonio. Yeah, man. Uh, so I just wanted to come out and uh, talk a little bit about them. Not too crazy, but I know the last time that we did this, we didn't get too much into the team as much. We kind of covered a little bit about, you know, the segment more so than anything else. Uh, so I want to talk about them today. Um, for the second half of their league right now, they're looking right now at standing at 23 and 24. Um, they are in third place in the Texas League South uh, behind the Corpus Christi Hooks and the Frisco Rough Riders. Uh, Corpus Christi Hooks, of course, being a Houston affiliate, Rough Riders being a, a Rangers affiliate, and then the Missions now being a, a, a Padres affiliate. They are a few games up on the Midland Rockhounds, which are an Oakland affiliate, and, you know, Shout out to Oakland for really putting in work this year. They, yeah. They're they're climbing up the ranks. I think yeah. they're only like, what, a couple games back right now in first place? Let's check. Um, but anyway, so yeah, uh, one thing that I really noticed when I was looking at the missions is they have a terrible away record. Uh, their home record is 16 and 10, pretty good. Away record is uh, 7 and 14, maybe not so good. In the division right now, they're 15 and 17, and their last 10 doesn't look good. They are 2 and 8 in their last 10. The Oakland Athletics are. Oh wow! I should probably know this. Two and a half games back of the two and a half games back of the Astros for the AOS. So that's crazy to me. That's pretty nuts. And then Seattle's like four games back of that. From, take a take a gander at where our Texas Rangers are. I don't even want to. I think they're one. <laughs> no, I think they're last place. I think it's probably oh, what, it's last place. Yeah, Houston. Bro, Athletics. you want to take a guess at how many games the Rangers are back from first place? Forty-five. That's no, close. not I as think bad. That's close. Not as bad. Half that. Twenty-three. Twenty-one. And Twenty-one and a half. <laughs> 21 and a half. 21 and a half. Yeah, we are bad. We and that's okay. Bad. Continue. Um, sorry. No, you're good. So the missions have been pretty busy in this past month. Um, I pulled all the transactions for um, for starting on 8-1 up to basically today. Uh, a lot of pitching moves. Um, on the third, uh, they assigned Coley, or Colby uh, Blueberg to the missions from uh, the Storm Lake Elsinore Storm. Um, they also put... Two left-handers, Danny Sexton and Travis Radke. Uh, one from the ALZ Padres 2 and then one from Fort Wayne Tin Caps. Uh, they also have a couple more right-handed pitchers, Emmanuel Ramirez, Michael Baez, uh, Elliot Ashbeck, and then Trevor McGill. Um, most of those are all from the Lake Eleanor Storm, uh, but there is one in there from uh, El Paso Chupacabras, which, no, Chihuahuas, excuse me, Chupacabras. I don't know where I got that from. <laughs> Uh, and then a third baseman, uh, Hudson Potts, assigned to the missions also, again, from the Storm. So it looks like the Storm 
is pretty much where they're pulling most of their guys from right now. I just want to go over a couple of studs that they have on their team, a couple of batters. Uh, Josh Naylor, uh, he plays first base. Right now he's batting a, a 306 in the league, which I think is sixth place overall, uh, which I thought was pretty impressive. 59 walks, 59 strikeouts, uh, 201 total at-bats. He's got 15 home runs, uh, which I thought was impressive. And more impressively, he's at 68 RBIs in 109 games. Um, so I thought he was doing pretty well on base percentage is a 395. So, I mean, he's getting on base. He gets think, on base. Yeah. I think a lot more than Joey Gallo does. Yeah. He's got a four stolen bases, which I thought was pretty cool. Uh, OPS at an 860. Um, Austin Allen also, uh, the catcher, uh, he has a hundred games played right now. He's batting at 295. He's got 10 home runs, 51 RBIs. But the thing that I don't like about this one as much is he has 85 strikeouts. Uh, to 35, uh, 32 walks. So that's not quite as good, but he's still on base percentage as a 356. So I thought that was pretty impressive. And that's ninth in the league also, his batting average. Yeah. Uh, one more, the shortstop, Fernando Tadis Jr., 14th on the list. He's batting at 286 right now. Uh, he's got 16 home runs. He's got four triples, uh, which I thought was pretty impressive. Again, strikeout to walk ratio is not very good. 109 strikeouts to uh, 33 walks. Uh, but he makes up for that a little bit. He's got 16 stolen bases on the year so far. Um, and this is only in 88 games played. So it looked pretty good to me. Uh, and then the big one, the pitcher that I want to point out was Logan Allen. He's 10 and six right now with a 2.75 ERA in 20 games played. It's not bad. No, not bad. 121 innings pitch. He's given up, uh, what? 89 hits, 41 runs. Uh, his whip is uh, 1.05, which I thought was pretty good. It's not bad at all. dude. Keeping that down. It's not bad at all. Um, so, yeah, missions are they're looking good. They're struggling a little bit. Historically, I think they've been a little bit better. Yeah, um, they have. Yeah, they're, they normally they They got dominate, second place in the first half, though. Did they? Yeah, second okay, place cool. in the first half. Just missed playoffs, I think. Okay. Uh, so the last couple games, they lost to uh, Tulsa twice before the rainout on the 12th um, due to wet grounds. That has been postponed and will be played in Tulsa in the next couple of months. We were supposed to go. We were. It was bark in the park, man. And then Mother Nature decided to come and ruin it. Right. Um, and then before that, they had a series against Springfield, which they lost two out of three. Um, and then a series against Midland where they lost three out of four. So they're, yeah, you know, like I said, they're two and eight in their last couple games, not looking super hot. Um, they have a series at Springfield and at Tulsa coming up, uh, the drillers, uh, or the Tulsa drillers. I think, uh, I think San Antonio can do some work against them, although they didn't do that well, yeah. uh, this last series, but I think, I think it's a good matchup. That'll be fun to see Tulsa drillers. I think are a Los Angeles Dodgers affiliate. So that's always interesting. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so that's kind of a recap of San Antonio right now, the missions. Um, and we've heard some uh, grumblings from the yeah, missions. We had a little bit of brothers here. Mumble grumble. Mumble, mumble grumble. grumble. That's a good one. I like that. So yeah, we had another write in by a good buddy of mine, Mr. Richard Mendes. Shout out, Richard Mendes. Senior thanks, dude. Thanks for, uh, thanks for hitting us up. Uh, I really appreciate that. It was good to hear from you. Uh, he said, here's a lowdown on the missions on the move, the Elmore Sports Group. Uh, owners of the missions is moving the team to Amarillo and they are moving their triple a team, the Colorado sky Sox, to San Antonio. So we will be a triple a affiliate for the brewers. Uh, That's they, crazy. they make, they will make some upgrades last I heard to Wolf, but for now are looking to build downtown. Uh, I heard a rumor a while back that the Texan cultures was moving to UTSA, but not too sure on that. That's crazy. Cause I, I volunteer there. Yeah. I work at the back 40. That's and you've nuts, never heard dude. of anything like that? No, I didn't hear that they were moving, which kind of makes me concerned, though, because they have this whole back 40 setup where they have, like, I think it's five different buildings that were all basically exact repli uh, replications of homes and buildings yeah. built in, like, the 1800s, oh, 1700s. Wow. And so I'm wondering what they're going to do. They'd have to tear it all down. Yeah, it's right? going all down. Are they not going to 
And because that's what I did. I interpreted those buildings. So I wonder if they're going to move those, if they're going to find a better spot for them on the UTSA campus somewhere. Like, that's... Richard, you know. Richard is going to say that this is just rumor, though. So that, that this, okay. then, this, then the stadium would go right where the Institute of Texan Cultures would be. And it's right across the highway from the dome. From right? the I was dome. like, and that's downtown for those of you who don't know the area of San Antonio very well. It's right downtown, right across from the Alamo Dome. Right um, behind the convention center. Yeah. The Henry B. Gonzalez Convention Center. Um, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, like he says, that is just rumor, though. And he goes, also, Toyota Field was built with expansion in mind. When the Spurs Sports and Entertainment bought the team and moved them and move them up a division. They expanded just a bit. Nice. So we need to go see a game out there. We do. Yeah. No, we do. I I really want to. No, we keep saying that. I they mean, have a game on the twenty fifth. Let's go. Yeah, I'm down. Let's and go. T- tickets are pretty cheap too. Need so. to go check out that beer garden, dude. I I just yeah, want I want to go. Uh, yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Richard Mendes, thank you. Thank, thank you, man. Thank you, dude. Yeah, for that. Um, anything else? No, man. I just uh, I'm excited to see how the missions do. I'm curious to see how the, all these changes play out. If they play out, what actually changes? We should um, probably know this. But how many teams from each division make it to the playoffs, or is it just like a one kind of round? Kind off of the top of my head, I'm not entirely sure. I haven't been because yeah, right. the missions aren't making the playoffs right now. I haven't been too concerned about okay the playoff setup. Um, I, I will start looking more into that though because I'm curious as well, kind of yeah. how the the playoffs work for. Yeah, they're normally pretty dominant in, in the Texas league, and so. That'll be interesting. Bam. Cool. Moving on. Always a fun segment here. Yeah. Guys. I always love these segments. Lessons learned here. So um, we just want kind of wanted to get into this a little bit. So the NCAA uh, recently has some scandals been, been in the news with some scandals. The biggest one right now is Ohio State. So Ohio State coach Urban Meyer um, is a little bit of hot water over having knowledge of a former assistant coach named Zach Smith abusing his, abusing his ex-wife. Um, so, I mean, just to go over a little bit of uh, what happened, for, for, for those of you that don't know what happened, um, so the assistant, I think he's now a former assistant coach, right? Yeah, I think he's been let go. Yeah, former assistant coach Zach Smith allegedly abused his ex-wife, and Mayor knew, said nothing. Um, and so basically who was involved was both coaches and wives were involved. That's as far as I've read. Feel free to send me hate mail if I'm wrong in that. But um, um, the issue, I mean, the, the, we just want to go over it. The, the issue here is, I mean, just abuse in general. Is just right. I think on Skip and Shannon, they had said that there was a prior investigation, maybe like a year or so back. It might have been, been even more than that, and it kind of got swept under the rug. Yeah. Okay. And then it came out again. Right. Well, even there was a connections with uh, the University of Texas head coach, uh, Tom Herman. Yeah. I guess somebody said that uh, some kind of reporter... Tom Herman, or somebody said that Tom Herman, who's now the te- the like he said the the coach of Texas, was the tipster that told somebody that hey you might want to look at that yeah huh some reporter some I think. reporter yeah a reporter broke it yeah, yeah a reporter broke it and Herman has now uh, has now come out and he's denied it completely vehemently denied it he had a press conference recently and uh, they kept asking him he's like you know what I don't think it's appropriate and I won't comment on another program. They just kept pushing him, kept pushing him. He was like, I'm just, I, I'm not going to talk about it. It's not appropriate for me to talk about another program while we're busy doing our thing. So he completely avoided it, but he's denied it. Um, I was about to say, because I read something where he said, like, you know, me and my family have never talked to reporters about X, Y, and Z. Basically saying, like, we didn't, had, we have nothing to do with this. Yeah. Don't ask. Yeah. Not our program. We're not going to worry about it. Because that's a huge distraction for the it's UT huge. program. It's just a distraction in general for the NCAA, dude. Yeah. You know, yeah. so. Um, but, uh, so, what does this say to the world? Like, what is... It, to me, it tells me it, 
the success rate is more important than the morals and the values, which, yeah. In college football? Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Well, I think that's probably even more widespread than anything. Mm -hmm. I think that probably affects more people than I have experienced. Yeah. Kind of fortunately, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, because, I mean, and, and this happened at... Uh, Penn State. This, I'm sure, this happens all over the place. It keep, it's gonna keep happening too. Unfortunately, I think, and I mean, that's it's just, it's sad that shit like like shit like this happens, right? Like, and it's gonna keep happening, in my opinion. Just, and I think in this, the lesson learned is because we can even pull from our last interview with uh, Ike Thompson. Yeah, um, Thornton. Thornton, excuse me, Thompson. Thornton. I was anyway. Um, so Ike Thornton. When he was saying uh, how he had to discipline four of his better players and bring on four freshmen, yeah, um, and they still did well in the playoffs, but to teach them that lesson, you know, that you can't get away with these things. It's all about doing the right thing. Yeah, it's literally about doing the right. It's thing. It's all about doing the wrong thing. There the, are a lot of organizations that do do the right thing and they pay the price for it. You just don't hear about it a lot, which is yeah, unfortunate. I would agree with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, we are going to have stuff like this happen, uh, and you know, shame on the assistant coach for. Putting the organization through something like that. Yeah. A, a you know shame I mean? on the assistant coach for having the action in the first place. Yeah. Right. Not exactly. even for the organization. It's just, yeah. it's just absolutely intolerable. Exactly. Yeah. It's, you can't do it. Because like, you put everybody in a bad spot. As right. a man, you just have to know better. Like, yeah. you just, I mean, it's you just wrong. You can't hit women. You just can't do it. Yeah. Just don't, in my opinion, at least. Don't hit anybody. Yeah. Don't hit anybody. Don't hit anybody. Yeah. 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 Even better. Just don't hit people. Like Bill and Ted said. Like Bill and Ted said, be excellent to each other. Thank you. Thank you. you know? That was an excellent reference. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just like, you know, it, he's putting everybody in a bad spot. Yeah. You know, the coach, the head coach, quote unquote, if he did know about it, because this hasn't. Right. Right. Yeah. If he did. The investigation is still going on. Yeah. yeah. It's like he's meeting with some people right. within the next week. From yeah. What I understand. If he did know about it, I'm sure he was torn because apparently uh, Skip and Shannon were saying, like, this guy was like a son to him or something like yeah. that. Correct. Yeah. I believe it. So. So you're putting the coach in a bad spot because you want to protect your son, you want to protect the team, you want to try to figure out, okay, what's the what's the best the best plan of attack here? Yeah. You know, how do we accomplish this? And that might have been what the coach was doing, and then it just took too long, and now all this stuff comes out, yeah. right? You know, because if he immediately goes and tells you know organization like, hey, this stuff is happening, he needs to get out of here, then it's just a, a huge train wreck all at once, right? Yeah. Boom. But I mean, you if know, the dude is doing something like that, and he's a son figure to you. Don't you think it would be more valuable to actually—that's a teachable moment. Yeah, if you look at put it that him way. through that, it's like, hey, you how do you not up. get what you're doing is wrong? Stop doing this. Like, you know? how are you look your players in the eye and say hold each other accountable mm-hmm. when you don't do that thing? Right. Yeah. Like you're the biggest hypocrite on the, And granted, I think there's something coaches say that. They don't necessarily believe all the time. You know what I'm saying? We're all hypocrites in some way, shape, or form. But, like, how do you look at your players in the eye and be like, you need to be a better man. You need to be a better man. You need to hold yourself accountable. You need to do the right thing when you yourself are not doing that thing. Now, granted, Meyer's not the one who went and, you know, was assaulting women, but... But he knew about it. Which is almost just as bad, allegedly. Yeah. Yeah, it is horrible. It's unfortunate. But, yeah, I mean, to get right down to it, you said it right here. You know, do the right thing, even if it puts you and your team in jeopardy. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. even you know. if it's going to put you in hot water, and you're, you're just going to have to take a, you're just going to have to take a couple L's for a few seasons, because it's, it's still just a game. It's mm-hmm. just yeah, it's and entertainment. As far as college football goes, it's just a game. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a way for guys to make a living potentially when they move on to the NFL. If they move on to the NFL, if yeah, but it's and you know it, it makes it puts food on the table for the coaches. It puts you know food on the yeah. tables for the broadcasters and for mm-hmm. the video crew and all that. Like I get it. Yeah. 
but it's also a game. It yeah. is, yeah. So, so lesson learned here is, I mean, just do the right thing. Yeah, you be, have to do the right thing. Be excellent to each I other. I think be that's the best lesson. Yeah. Each other. <laughs> be excellent to each other. That's that's what we get away from. That. I love Ted. how you say that. <laughs> Again, the enunciation, man. Yeah. <laughs> All righty. Right. Moving on here. Little League. Uh, little, it's, oh, did we talk about um, the Maryland issue also? Oh, no, we haven't. Yeah, but let's talk about that one a little bit, Real too. quick. Okay, so, yeah. DJ, what's the coach's name? Google it real quick, please. Uh, or I can. Um, I looked um, it up here earlier, but now I've completely forgotten. Because Maryland plays Texas, so I just want to hate Maryland right now. Yeah. So Naturally, uh, right? Um, so, I think it's DJ Durkin or Durkin, something like that. Um, coach, Head coach in Maryland. Uh, Durkin, D-U-R-K-I-N. Thank you. Head coach in Maryland. Um that school is also in hot water because a player by the name of Jordan McNair. Do I have that right? Yeah. Jordan McNair. I think so, at least. Um, they had, were having off-season workouts in May, I believe it was. This dude apparently passed out in practice, was sent to the hospital, and died a couple weeks later. I think it was June 13th was the day, of, was the day he passed. He didn't leave the hospital, right? He was there the whole time? I think so. Yeah. Um, didn't look too much into it, honestly. But this is just another unfortunate thing. That's just... And so now Maryland in general, the program in general is in hot water. Um, and the family of McNair hired an attorney that is coming after him. And um, he was on ESPN. There's an ESPN article about it. Um, basically saying what he did is absolutely wrong. He should be fired for what he did. Um, and now he a bunch is responsible. He is responsible. And now a bunch of former players are coming out and said, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty brutal the way they run the program there. Um, so, yeah, we just, I mean... The one thing that this reminds me of is last chance you is we started talk we were talking about before we started recording when guys want to talk about how brutal a program is as far as practice and what they have to go through if any of you watched last chance you out there it's a great it's a great show on Netflix absolutely wonderful show on Netflix uh, part three is a series on the Independence Community College football team there I think it's the Pirates I think um, so yeah and then the first two yeah. are uh, out of a uh, Eastern Mississippi Community College out of Scuba, Mississippi. Yeah. So Independence's uh, head coach is Jason Brown. He's a former player, and um, it's the only one I've watched so far. I'm going I'm to go back and watch <laughs> the other ones. <laughs> Which is why he skipped to part three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was two great parts, but no, part dude, sincerely, <laughs> sincerely, I didn't know there was parts one and two. Like when we were watching, Lauren just, I, I think she just went automatically went to part three, and I was like, oh, this looks good. Let's well, I watch think it. they were like. Like putting it, they were advertising it because it was okay. brand new. Okay. And so, Anyways, it reminds me of it reminds me of that program because Jason Brown, he's a hard ass dude to play for, and the way he ran the program there, the way he ran his practices, from what they show, he just he gets into his guys, and it's just, I'm like I I love it because it's I don't love it because of the way he's doing it. I love it because it's real. They're yeah. showing exactly what happens. So this is what that reminds me of is when guys talk about. You know, practice is being brutal, just a program in general being brutal on you when coaches just get into your ass and just they push you to the limits. This is what that reminds me of. This is unfortunate that it had to come to this for this guy. Uh, he's not with us anymore, unfortunately. But um, yeah, that's, I mean, I know, but he's still responsible because if you want to run a program that that's quote unquote brutal, mm-hmm. fine. Okay. I don't necessarily agree with it, but yeah, I mean, a lot of people don't agree with it. If you're going to do it that way, then you need to be able to still protect your players. Yeah. Because rule number one, I think, as a co well, rule number one, one of the many rules coaches have is protect your players, protect your staff, protect your players. Absolutely. And he didn't do that. That's why you have a training staff as well to help you. Right. Where was the training staff in this? And granted, yeah. like, I understand as a player, sometimes you don't want to say 
you know, what's ailing you, like what's hurting you, what you have injured because, you know, you, you don't want to get taken out of the game. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. miss one week and now all of a sudden the guy behind you is the starter because yeah. you missed a game. It wasn't your fault. You know what I'm saying? You get a concussion. You can't play for two weeks. All of a sudden somebody takes your spot and, yeah. you know, your, your, you know, your line to money is, is been cut. Mm-hmm. So... I think here again, we can kind of even look back and look at that lesson of doing the right thing is, you know, taking care of yourself, taking care of your body, and then Absolutely. also understanding as a coach how to take care of your players. Yeah. You know what I'm and know when you're going too far. Right. If you're a kid and you're out there and it's, you know, it's getting to the point where you're becoming ill like that, you're passing yeah. out in practice, like, and you know that's a problem, do the right thing. Talk about it. Yeah. Say something about it. Yeah. Because that team would rather have you for every game after that, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. than you sit one game than lose you for a, you know for the rest of the season. Yeah. Or, you know, have a situation like this where a young man unfortunately passes away. Absolutely. I yeah. think that's the worst part. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, obviously that's the worst part. Uh, yeah. But the worst part is he didn't, I don't know if he felt comfortable enough to talk about these things. Or if he did, why wasn't there any action taken about it? Yeah. You know? Like, and again, I know because it's kind of hard sometimes to tell what the symptoms are, what the injuries are, because guys, again, don't want to tell you about it. And so, I mean, I don't want to be the the asshole here. It's just like, and say, like, you have to know your body. But at the same time, I'd imagine it's a culmination of a bunch of things. Yeah. I'd imagine, yeah. okay, so you got a coach that's a hard ass, right? He's running a, a really strict football program. So as a player, you're setting the mindset, don't quit. Don't be a wimp. Keep right. going. Push yourself. Right. Because you want to, this is your coach. You right. want to impress him. You want to play. Yeah. Right. So, you know, you work your ass off. You get a heat stroke. Do you say anything? No, because then I look like a wuss. You know, you pass out. You go to the hospital. You wake up in the hospital. You're like, oh man, coach is gonna have my ass. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I imagine it's a culmination of things. It's it's it, ultimately it does come back to the coach. You yeah. know what, coach? You shouldn't have been so hard on your players because now they're willing to kill themselves for you, and you don't want that. Nobody you wants know what that. I mean? Nobody wants that. Alex just said it. It's, just, it's, a, it's a game. 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 And it's, these yeah. kind of games don't it's a have game a that should be fun. Yeah. Take care of yourself. Take care of your body. First yeah. and foremost. Yeah. You know. Because, again, I'd rather it's, lose you for a game than lose you for life. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's unfortunate, man. It's, it's, a, it's just a, an unfortunate thing. That it's I can't even deal. imagine what that coach is going to have to deal with now. Just oh. every day knowing that more oh, or less man. he's responsible for that kid's death. Like, that's a terrible feeling. Does I he get, did he get fired yet? Or he hasn't got fired yet. But do you think if he gets fired, he has a hard time finding another job? Absolutely. Well, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. How do you go back? Like, so what happened in your last job? Ah, uh, I killed a kid. Yeah. Well, yeah. I didn't kill him, but he died. Right. Like how? Because of you, my off-season workout. Right. How do you find a job after yeah. that? Yeah, that's tough. You know, that's. Yeah, it'd be hard to bounce back from something like that. That's yeah. For sure. Right. Yeah. Anyway, take right. care of yourself. Take, take care, care of yourself. yourself. Take care of your body. Yeah. yeah. You got to do the right thing. The game is not worth losing your life over. Nope. All right. So moving on here. Um, Little League World Series time. It's my favorite time of the year. Not my favorite time of the year. <laughs> I was like, uh. <laughs> it is, dude. One of my favorite times of the year. I love watching these kids. Fair enough. Fair not enough. in a creepy way at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's just fun, dude. Do you, yeah, watch, you ever it, watch it? Yeah. I like it when they when the kids walk up to the camera and they do the little, you know, my name's so-and-so. Dude. I, oh, yes, yeah. dude. I, like I like fishing. Yeah. And they do the little fishing yeah. action. Yeah. My favorite one was the, was the kid who comes up and goes... My name's so and so. I like ice cream and I hit dingers. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, uh, and all the kids in the back are like, long gone. <laughs> I was like, yeah. These, nah, dude, I love it. I, it. I love it, dude. Yeah. It's uh, so for these for those of you who don't know and are completely oblivious to this, the Little League World Series is a only thing. Only for you guys, though. Yeah. yeah. This is only for you. Only for you. 
Uh, the Little League World Series is a thing, and it does exist, and it's played in Williamsport, Pennsylvania at a really awesome complex. Um, it's from August 16th to the 26th. I think I'm – can you Google that for me real quick? Um, sorry, I'm making you Google, I'm making you Google everything here. Um, yes, Mr. Anthony, sir. Um, but I always say this. Every year this comes around, and I'm jealous of 12-year-olds, dude, because they get to go to Williamsport. They get to live the baseball dreams of every 12-year-old in the world. And they get to, dude, they get fitted with sweet gear, with yeah, all cool. new gear, dude. It's cool. They get to live in dorms with each other and, you know, hang out and just, it's a good time. They get to put off school for, for whatever few weeks it is. Uh, um, August 16th through 26th. Thank you, sir. You're very welcome. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, every year I'm jealous of these guys. Um, so it's eight, it's eight U.S. teams and eight international teams that compete. Um, this year it is the U.S. teams are the, from Great Lakes. The Great Lakes region is Gross Point, Wood. Gross. Gross, gross. sorry. Gross. There's a good movie uh, called Gross Point Blank. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Johnny Q. Yeah, yeah, man. He's the man. And his sister, too. Oh, yeah. Joan. Yeah, yeah, Joni yeah. Q. Joni Q, man. Johnny okay. and Joni. Little side note there. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, a gr- good movie, man. I believe it. Gross Point, Wood, Shores Little League from Gross Point, Woods, Michigan. Uh, from the Mid-Atlantic region, it's Mid-Atlantic Little League from Staten Island. From the Midwest region, Grandview Little League from Des Moines, Iowa. Des Moines. Des Moines, sorry. Des Moines. <laughs> Des Moines, sorry. Jesus, I can't. I can't pronounce things today. And I'm the dyslexic one. Oh, Jesus. I can't wait for you to try to pronounce the Northwest. Uh, right? <laughs> have fun. New England, uh, from New England, the Coventry Little League from Coventry, Rhode Island. Northwest, here we go. Ooh. Cord... Cordelline. Cordelline. Right? Yeah, Cordelline. Little League from Cordelline, Idaho. Go, Idaho. Go, Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> uh, from the Southeast region, Peachtree City, American Little League from Peachtree City, Georgia. Georgia Southwest. puts out good baseball teams. I'm sorry? Georgia puts out good little oh, baseball dude, teams. Oh, dude. I'm surprised the Warner Robins team didn't make it this year. Warner Robins usually dominates. It just shows the kind of level, the kind of like yeah. competition they have out there. Yeah. From the Southwest region, uh, some dudes from Houston made it. So, congrats to Houston. Uh, Post, Oak. Post Oak Little League. Uh, we have a bunch of listeners from Houston. I just wanted to say, if, if if any of our listeners from Houston know of anybody from that team or know of any parents or you have any connections to that team, email us to us, and we'd, I mean, we'd love to do something cool um, with that. So, um, But, yeah. And then, uh, so good luck to the Houston guys. And then Wes, a team from Honolulu, Hawaii, made it uh, from Honolulu Little League. I'm I'm really surprised that a team from California didn't make it because California is usually always coming out and playing in the the U.S. teams. But I got to watch the the West Championship with Honolulu, and I think it was, like, try something uh, Northern California. And Honolulu looks good. Like, they have a good pitching staff. They were able to put up some runs. Yeah. Uh, Gross Point also looks excellent. I watched a little bit of them. Um I didn't really get to watch much of the um, Mid-Atlantic uh, or the New England one because they had a rain out, and so that kind of prevented me from watching it. Uh, but I did get to see a little bit. The Des Moines team from Grandview looked really good. Um, and then, of course, like I said, Georgia always puts out yeah. excellent talent. So. Oh, yeah. But it's okay because, you know, when it gets to the Little League World Series, we're going to lose to Japan anyway. So <laughs> Not always. Bro, I want you. Always. Okay, your turn to Google something. Look up how many times Japan has won the League World Series in the past like ten years. The answer okay. is like ten. After I read 15 these, fifteen million times. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're at least really good at baseball. They are. They're yeah. excellent. They're really good uh, at everything. Yeah. Uh, the international teams: Asia Pacific, uh, a team from Seoul, South Korea, made it. So congrats to them. Some the Aussies made it. Gold Coast Baseball Association Little League uh, from the Gold Coast in South Wales, I believe it is. Um, Canada, uh, Wally Little League. From uh, survey, 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 British Columbia, uh, Caribbean. The a team from Puerto Rico made it. 
Uh, Europe, a team from Barcelona made it. Uh, Japan, because Japan always makes it. Latin America, uh, a team from Panama made it. And Mexico made it as well, a team from Matamores. So congrats to everybody. So congrats to all those guys. They're not going to listen to this, but congrats to all of you guys. Um, did you Google it? Or did you- yeah, I'm Googling it right now. So Japan has won in 2017, 2015, 2013, 2012, 2010, and 2003. Do you want to tell me they're not a dynasty? They won... <laughs> Of the last 10, they have what? One, two, three, four, five. So they have a 50-50 shot of winning. Yeah. <laughs> Go Japan. They're probably going to be in the World Championship game. Yeah. They're probably going to yeah. be there. They destroyed Lufkin 12-2 last year, which was cool to see a team from Lufkin go all the way. Yeah. Um, let's see. Even when they lost, they were still in it in 2011. So that's cool. So they made it now eight times in the past 10 years. Um. So, yeah, you want to tell me how Japan's not going to make it to the Little League World Series? <laughs> They've made it to the Little League World Series. Yeah, and then win a lot. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> how many shrooms did you do? A lot. A lot. All of them. I love that show. Oh, man. You ever yeah. watch Workaholics? I watched a little bit of it, but it's kind of too bizarre for me. It's it's yeah. weird. It it's is too, weird. It's, it gets a little but too crazy. One sometimes. of my favorite scenes is like he takes a ton of shrooms and then he puts on this oversized T-shirt and like staples. He's like, look, I'm like the dragon from Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> Just starts like walking around. Love that. Oh show. man. Anyway. Anyways, good luck to all those guys. Um, it's gonna be fun. We have about two weeks to cover it, so I'm I'm looking forward to it. I don't care if you need. To, oh, if, also, Japan has the second most championships by any team in eleven. Face. 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 Do you know who has number one though? Did not guess this. Hmm. Taiwan. Oh wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. They won in ninety six, ninety five, ninety one, ninety, eighty eight, eighty seven, eighty six. God dang. Uh, 86, 81, 80, 79, 78, 77, 74, 73, 72, 71, and then 69. So I guess it's only been as of yeah. late they haven't dominated. So point being, Japan is very good at baseball, and they will probably win this thing. All these kids Super are good, good at baseball. Dude, good luck to all of them. Good luck, yeah, to, all good luck them. to all these guys. Good luck to Houston. It's no joke that these kids make it. I mean, for those of you that are going to watch, I mean, it, what you're watching is, like, some of the best kids at these levels, ages. Because mm-hmm. a lot of these guys go on to play in the major leagues. And um, the major, it's really cool. The major league does a thing where they're going to send, I, I forgot who it is this year, but they're going to send uh, two teams to play in a little league classic game within an actual major league game and, and right there in Wilmersport. So um, at a minor league stadium, I think they have there. Um, so it's cool that the major league chimes in on this too. Um, it's just fun to watch every year. If you, if you have nothing else to watch, go watch it. It's just fun. It's fun to watch these guys have, have fun and play, play their hearts out. And it's, it's, an, it's a pretty cool complex. When we get a few years in, we're going. To what? 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 When we get a few years in, we're going to Williamsport. Oh, okay. Okay. Sorry, I'm looking at a document. Didn't you say you have a picture of you on the field? Yeah, man. My uh, family and I trespassed like a motherfucker. And <laughs> 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 jumped onto the field, and um, I got to pitch a little bit on you there. You need to find that picture, and we need cool. to post it. Yeah, well, maybe. Had some pretty slick shoes, though, I'll tell you what. There you go. Um, so I was looking at this just because I just love proving Anthony wrong here. Um, men's baseball high school seniors who play to go on to play NCAA men's wait what hold on oh that's basketball I don't want basketball I want baseball oh of course it's not oh because this is all basketball never mind what are you looking at I was looking at the how uh, off like what your chances of making it to the pros are as like certain division like as a certain kind of player yeah Um, 
Oh my god! Just I mean, it's not very high, but some of these guys yeah. actually do make it. Yeah, there's a few of them. Yeah, they, they do yeah, make yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, it's always fun to see too. Because yeah. then when you watch the MLB, they always talk about the guys who made it to the Little League World Series when the Little League World Series is coming on. So it's always kind of fun to yeah learn about that. It's fun to watch. Just go watch it. It's fun. These guys are playing their hearts out. It's fun. Yeah. And Just, some of these kids are throwing like seventy or oh, dude, it's no joke. And it's like a hundred like two mile an hour fastball. It's in the no pros. good. Yeah, I'm they're like, oh really god. good at what you know. Yeah, there's a reason why they make it to the yeah. highest level of what they're playing little league baseball yeah anyway. all right you're ready New yeah segment. Man. oh yeah are we do- yeah so we're doing the uh yeah we're history of sports yeah okay we'll do uh we'll do some nfl after that here okay so everybody we are going to introduce a new segment i want to introduce this new segment today um what we're going to start doing is we're going to start Looking at the history of sports, we were sitting down and we wanted to try to kind of find out a way to look at sports at a different angle, something that's kind of fun, kind of interesting, a little bit different. Um, And so what we thought of is looking into the history of sports, kind of even outside of your top five sports, basketball, football, baseball, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, Even soccer. Uh, We kind of wanted to look at, you know, sports is a bigger picture. So what we were looking at is, you know, how sports has shaped the world, things that sports have done good, things that sports have done bad. Just you know, the grand scope of it all. To be fair, yeah, we were um, at the we were at the apartment, and Alex, we were trying trying to game plan what we wanted to do, uh, with no guests lined up, and he was like, "We're watching the Little League World Series right now. Let's take a step back. Take a step back out of the TV. Why are we watching it?" And originally, I didn't have any idea what he was where he was going with it because I never do. And I'm like, <laughs> "I like where you're, well, I like where you're going, but." Tell me more. But what the fuck are you talking what about? What are you talking about? What do you want to get? What do you want to do? And so, yeah, came up with this cool little thing where we look at the history of sports as a whole. We're watching it because it's fun to watch. It's fun to watch these kids. But where did this start? Where did this come from? Why do they do this? Where does this lead? Um, what are the ramifications of the sport? You know, what effects does it have? All that kind of good stuff. Almost like a lessons learned, but we're doing a little bit bigger it's just a history of sports segment. yeah i mean and, it's you just, know it's yeah. to help give life to sports that nobody knows anymore kind of where else you walk away in this from. and you you learn something new yeah just a I little mean, bit different because this started way 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 before we were even thoughts in anyone's minds yeah oh my god we were yeah we were still stardust if you believe in all that yeah so looking at it um we were kind of looking at like you know where sports started team sports all that kind of good stuff and um where we wanted to start, or where I wanted to start, was with a game that we call in English the Mesoamerican Ball Game. It's a pretty simple game. Yeah. Um, the Aztecs called it Omala uh, Itzli. Uh, the Mayans called it Pits, and then the Spanish called it uh, Juego de Palota. Um, this game... Uh, yeah, pretty good, man. That was pretty good. Thank you, man. I, I, dude, Duolingo at me. Yeah, dude, yeah. Spanish. Pretty good. Thank you. So uh, this game was played throughout uh, present-day Mexico, all the way down in South America, and even all the way up as, uh, as far as uh, present-day Arizona. Um, and this, day, this game dates back to 1400 BC. It's, a, it's a, officially recognized as a first team sport, which I thought was, was really, really interesting, that this is the first documented event that we played. That's a pretty big deal. To right? be recognized, to it, go that far and recognize... 1400 B.C.? That's a pretty big deal. Yeah. It's the first thing to be recognized as the first team sport. The first thing that people did together that can, was considered a sport. Pretty yeah. big deal. I, yeah. I mean, we think about football, baseball, basketball. Like, it's a team sport. It's a team sport. There's, you know, we versus me or yeah. all this good stuff. Now we have the first official documentation of that, of when we decided yeah. we... But anyway... 
Um, and I mean, this sport was extraordinarily uh, important to the culture of the region, so much so that when they would build new settlements, the ball court was usually the second thing to be built. Uh, usually it was a temple for the gods, and then it was the ball court. And the ball court was usually the literally shape. right next, well, it was right next to the yeah. temple, and then the steps would lead straight down from the temple to the ball court. Um, and these courts were thought to have a connection to the underworld, uh, but they came in all different sizes uh, all throughout the region. There were some with walls as high as up 98 feet. Uh, the courts would stretch, and they're in the shape of an eye, by the way. So think of an um, end zone, football end zone. Yeah, that's, except that's what I thought of. There's no width necessarily to the court. There's not as much width to the court as there yeah. would be. So an looks, end zone, but thinner. But yeah, right. Um, so yeah, smaller field end zones just, but it's in the shape of an eye. Yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah, the large walls would actually bend out away from the court, and then there would be these like stone murals on the side there um, that would have depictions of you know previous games of kings and gods and all crazy you know fans and all this kind of stuff. They would have you know documents of what would you know what games were played, who won, who lost, yeah. that kind of thing, all on the sides. Um, so yeah, uh, that goal is really high, <laughs> right? <laughs> Yeah, well, right? it's, usually it's I'm six looking up, feet up. I'm looking at pictures. This one... Is probably way higher. Yeah, it looks like it's like a good 20 feet yeah, up. Yeah, like I said, it came all different shapes. Because what I was finding out is that there were different types of games, more than likely, for the different court sizes. So anyway, we'll get into that in here in a minute. So yeah, some walls were like 98 feet high. The courts would stretch to, you know, 316 feet in length. Uh, and then the two large hoops would adorn either wall, usually about six feet up. But again, because... People were a little bit shorter in Mesoamerica at the given time, so six feet was, you know, still way above their heads in some cases. Um, but, yeah, sometimes they'd be much, much higher. Um, so the sport was played with a rubber ball weighing anywhere from about six to ten pounds. It was made from uh, tree sap mixed in with this juice from a specific type of mor morning glory flower. Um, the morning glory juice would give it a little bit extra bounce. That sounds terrible, <laughs> I know. <laughs> But that's what it was made from. Uh, these balls were known to also have human skulls inside of them as a as an actual representation of a human head, which legend said was played used to play against the gods of the underworld. Um, as well to represent human sacrifice to the gods. That's another reason why the human head was used. Uh, teams would vary uh, usually between two to four people, um, and the participants predominantly used their hips to send a small ball across the court. Uh, in different variations of the game, elbows and shins were able to be permitted or were able to be used. Um, and other variations of the games, even sticks and bats were used. So that could be kind of where baseball maybe even got a little bit of its history from. You, know, so you have the ball, you have the stick, you hit it, all that good stuff. Yeah. Um, which, again, I thought was interesting that there, you know, this one game kind of branched out into a whole different bunch of game types. Yeah. And, again, I, this stretched across from South America to, you know, North America. This yeah. game was huge all over the place. Um, even so much so that when Cortez went back to Spain um, to try to talk to King Charles about how, you know, he his leadership was, you know, it was good, it was accurate, he was doing the right things, you know, this was, you know, for glory, God in Spain. Um, you know, when he was trying to prove himself, he actually brought a bunch of Aztecs to the court uh, to, to, to basically put on a presentation for the nobles, for the king and queen, yeah. um, for just different people, um, kind of running around the sport uh basically so they set him up in the grand hall 
And they had a bunch of Aztec guys just knocking the ball back and forth to one another with a rubber ball that had never been seen before because rubber, Spain didn't have rubber at the time. Yeah. So all, everybody thought that was just the most ridiculous thing they've ever seen. But, you know, due to the Spanish Inquisition, they actually had to ixnate the game because, you know, it had some paganistic rituals in it, using the human head, sacrifice, all that good stuff. How brutal is that, dude? Using a human skull. Yeah, that's rowdy. It's r- yeah, we're just going to wrap this human skull in leather. That's and, Game uh, of Thrones. We're going to play right that. Yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, some variation of the game, yeah. So anyway, uh, so bats, wooden sticks were used. Some, the players wore protective gear called uh, ukitos, uh, which were leather pads covering the wrists, the knees, the shins. Um, some even wore a yoke-like uh, protective gear, often made of leather, uh, wicker wood, heavy fabrics, and that would just help prevent the hip from bruise. Because, again, this is a, a solid ball, and you're just yeah. bouncing off your hip. So I can only imagine the kind of bruises and the injuries that you would get. Yeah, quick note on that. I, I took notes on this as well. and I um, So with the ball weighing so much that it did, mm-hmm. injuries were severe and oh, like yeah. often yeah. And frequent. Yeah, I can only so, imagine broken hips constantly, yeah. broken fingers, broken toes. Oh, dude, toes. yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> I mean, just the bruises When alone, that happens... Dude. There's nobody to take care of you. Right. Not so in the way like, that... Not modern day at all. No. <laughs> no. And so I also read that um, they had different sized balls, which meant different types of games. Right. Oh. In. Yeah, I'm ready with that. But I thought that was really interesting. I was... Just... It's it's all pretty fascinating, dude. I right. mean, it's really, really fascinating. Again, f- over 3,000 years ago? That's nuts. Nuts, dude. Yeah, I'm it's like, incredible. Like, how, anyway. So it just goes to show you, we've been playing games forever. Ever. Um... So, yeah, uh, there was also steer, uh, excuse me, steer gain, <laughs> uh, stone gear used, um, but it didn't seem to be quite as common. Uh, so a little bit about the rules of the game. Um, it, it's kind of unknown a little bit because the Spanish observers didn't really write down too much of it. They didn't really think a whole lot of it. It was more like an afterthought. It was just something that, you know, these quote-unquote savages did as a sport kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they didn't write down too much of it. Even firsthand accounts, there wasn't a whole lot. Um, but through inferences and references and taking a look at some of the, the, uh, murals that they had done, um, and stone carvings, we can, you know, we can make some guesses as to how the game was played. Um, so again, two to four players on a team, uh, all males, um, at the time when the game kind of originated, um, if one team uh, were to put the rubber ball through the hoop, that actually automatically won the game for that team because of how difficult the feat yeah. was. And so as soon as you got it in, game over. You're you only t- allowed to touch this ball with your hips and pretty much everything but your hands. And you have to get it. In, in some th- game types, yeah. Yeah, and you have to, I mean, the objective, not the objective, but there's a ring on the side of the wall. Right. And you have to try to get it yeah. inside that ring yeah. using only every part of your body except your hands. Yeah. Which, again, predominantly was just the hip, I guess. How crazy is that? I, I would I would love to have seen successful teams play that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? To see the kind of passing maybe that they had to do or the yeah. jumps that they had to do to get the ball that high in the air. I just looked it up on YouTube. It looked extremely hard. Yeah, right. right? It, it's difficult. And the game is still played today in Mexico. I don't think they play it with the hoops. I think they play it more a little bit with uh, how they score points here. So it says... Because um, at first I was thinking, okay, if you can only use your hips, how the hell you get the ball off the ground? Exactly. Right. So these guys... The video I saw was like... I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, they're sliding. Yeah. Oh, they're yeah. sliding on the ground, hitting it with the side of their body. It's hitting a wall. It's bouncing back. And as you continue to hit the wall it will start to get more bounce. Right. Yeah. So I almost wonder if guys did some kind of like a propel move where they jumped off of one another to try to get the ball as high as they could. Yeah. Like, I'd be curious to see, like, the strategies behind that game. Look it up on YouTube. 
Because I, I saw a couple of yeah. videos. Because no, yeah. that's even where I saw that they're still playing the game in Hidalgo, Mexico. They're trying to yeah. create a league for that, which I thought was really it's interesting. It's pretty nuts. It's crazy. Again, this game is over 3,000 years old, and it's still actively being, like, participated in. That's nuts. Biggest thing for me is I, it's the first thing to be recognized as a team sport. Yeah. That is a pretty big deal. Yeah. When yeah. you want to think about how many team sports we have today. Yeah. <laughs> this goes back to this right here. Yeah. This is the original. Yeah. The original. The original so, is uh, not a word. But anyway, so a couple other points. Uh, players would score points um, based off of hitting or interacting with marked lines on the court. Uh, points would also be deducted from the score. Like, let's say if the ball bounced twice on your side, um, you would get points deducted. Failed attempts to put the ball through the ring were also... Um, a cause for point deduction. Um, and also if the ball went out of bounds, it was also a cause for uh, a deduction. So yeah. And the, again, the reason that I want to talk about this is because of the vast differences between the game then and the game now. Vast um, and dude. again, it's also cultural. Like I will agree with that. You know, it's, it's very different culture, very Absolutely. different uh, morals and values. But this even is, still, this so, is where it all started, dude. Right. So a couple of the things, again, this is the first sport to be recognized as a team sport. Uh, 1400 BC, you know, but for me, the crazy part is some of the implications of the game. And, you know, it, it you know, it, it tied in close with death and war and politics and religion. And that's what trips me up the most. Now we watch sports for like entertainment in a way for people to put yeah. food on the table. If you lose a game today, you during the regular season, you get to wake up and do it next week or tomorrow. Right. You get to try and try and try, and you get to go back. But with these guys, because of the religious aspect of their culture, you might not get that opportunity. So there is some speculation as to what happened to teams after the game ends, but both teams were actually liable to be sacrificed, and the sacrifice would be to the gods, as it were, mostly yeah. in form of decapitation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, right. So the losers were often sacrificed for losing. However, (laughs) there is some speculation that winning teams were also sacrificed because the idea of becoming an offering to the gods was an honor in Aztec culture. Um, So the winning teams could have been seen as like a better thing to like a better offer to the gods. And so they might also be sacrificed for winning. So it really sounds like there's no winning. There's there's no winning for anybody. You could win and get sacrificed or you could lose and get sacrificed. There's winning, but there's not winning as of we know it today. Right. Our version of winning is very different. But I mean, think about that. You lose a game and get decapitated. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, imagine if that was... Your life is literally on the line. If that was the fire some of the players had for the teams nowadays, like, imagine what the performance would be like. I mean... Like, if we went to Joey Gallo and we were like, hey, bud, just real quick, uh, play well or we uh, kill you. We'll, we'll decapitate you. Just so you know, just no pressure. Hey, Joey, hit a ball to left field. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or... And, like, I'm glad that we don't have to deal with I'm, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, glad, yeah. I, there's no way a threat to Joey Gallo. Yeah, if he doesn't get better, he's just going to get traded or dropped. Yeah, you just get, you know, you get sent to the minor leagues. You get sent to a different team. You know what I'm saying? Then, then that, I like that yeah. because, again, I don't want to see dudes die over a game. No, of course not. But the importance that this game had to these guys was that intense. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And even politics. Um, you know, th- there have been, you know, documented times where this game was used instead of war. Again, you know, with, with between Aztec city-states for dominance or for, uh, you know, some kind of, uh, you know, bill that they wanted to sign, their version of bill, you know, saying something that they wanted to, you know, find a real resolution for. Yeah. They would play this game as a way to find the answer to a question. If my team wins, then, you know, we get your crops. If your team wins, then you get to use our irrigation. Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, how crazy is that? It's nuts, dude. Like, imagine if every war in the world was settled on, like, a soccer field. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, uh, you know, Brazil would get everything they want down yeah. here always. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know what I'm saying? You get these little tiny, you know, like, Croatia all of a sudden would be a powerhouse in the world. You know what I'm With, saying? Yeah. And Iceland, part-time. France, right? Part-time. Iceland's part-time players. Good God, dude. Like, you know, this game had, you know, death on the line. It could cause war. It could, you know, end war. It had political means. It had religious means. Mm-hmm. Like this game meant more to the people than what it does now, right? Well, at least in a different way. In a different way, but yeah, you know what I'm saying. But you know, again, and it's used to like it was a spectator event. Like there are murals where they would see like families coming out to. Oh, watch it was this a family game. affair. Yeah, I, you know I had wrote down note where it was a family affair, and it was just it was their thing to do. Yeah, and they had conches that they would blow either to maybe mark the start yeah. of the game or even you know just to make note like a vuvuzela. Kind yeah. of a thing, or how you say that word? Yeah, like this was a fa- like it was a fun. It was loud. It was exciting. Everybody came to watch. This was a community thing, much as we do now, you know. But yeah. these guys would have like fifteen courts in one place. I think uh, in uh, what was it, Chichen Itza? They had found like fifteen courts or something like that, just in one city. That's crazy, right? Yeah, I, I heard that too. That there's like um, researchers or not researchers, but whoever. archaeologists. Yeah, have been. <laughs> thank you. <I> got you. <laughs> Why you're here? I got you. It's why you're here. I got you. <laughs> They've been finding course all over, like, and it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Again, all the way from Arizona to like Nicaragua, Guatemala, like, and this was multiple different like uh, cultures. You know what I'm saying? You had the Olmecs, you had the Aztecs, you had the Mayans. Like, this was not just a one yeah. you know, civilization deal. This was all over the place. Which again, sports is all over the place now. You relate that to like soccer. Every country plays soccer. Every country. You know what I'm saying? For them, every country played Mesoamerican ball game. That's pretty crazy. It's nuts. Dude. Right? 3,000 years ago. More than. More than. Like, that blows my mind. 1400 B- BC, dude. I'm pretty sure that's how math works. Yeah. I'm not 100. That, yeah, that's how right? math works. Yeah. Okay. That's nuts, dude. <laughs> this is. Remember Dodgeball where they give the brief history lesson where it's like they used to play Dodgeball with decapitated oh, yeah. heads? <laughs> <laughs> the opium dens of China. <laughs> Yeah, that's a great movie. Speaking of great movies. Speaking of great movies. Oh, Want to yeah. do this now and save NFL for last or? Yeah. 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 Dude, I'm excited for this. I like Speaking this. Speaking of great movies. Speaking of great movies. So we put out uh, on social media that we were going to name our top or name our top five movies of all times. So who wants to go first? Ladies I'll go first. first. Yeah. We'll go first. All right. Uh, my number five was, uh, was it, did I put Ladybugs? Major League. Major League? No, dude. I didn't put Major, Major League. League is number one. Yeah. Major League is number one. Yeah. Sorry. Come on, See how you man. are? She's trying to call you out like that. All right. My number five was Ladybugs. Mighty Ducks, dude. As oh, we were making our yeah. list, I completely yeah. forgot. Did you hear about the, the goalie? Yeah, yeah. Dude, Goldberg. That is so yeah. sad, dude. That does not look like dude, Goldberg. No. It doesn't. That 35 so years sad. old, dude. He's 35, 35 and he looks like that. 35. Quack kills, guys. Don't oh, do geez. drugs. Quack kills. Mighty Ducks, honorable mention. Right. So, yeah, my number five was Ladybugs, Rodney Dangerfield. Excellent. And uh, and Brandon uh, Brandon uh, Fraser. No, no, not Brandon Fraser. But also hilarious. Uh, <laughs> I thought no, you were going to talk. It was Jonathan Landis. That's what it was. It was uh, yeah, Rodney Dangerfield, Jonathan Landis, and then I had the Scout, Good Brandon one. Fraser, Brandon Fraser, and then I had uh, the Replacements. Excellent movie. I love the Replacements. Ole, 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 ole. 
Keanu Reeves. Whoa. Be excellent. Whoa. Be excellent to each other. <laughs> Again, going back. Then I had uh, unnecessary roughness. Good one. Football. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, supermodel was the kicker in that movie. Uh, Kathy Ireland. Oh, yeah, that's right. Kathy uh. Ireland, back when Kathy Ireland Oof. was untouchable. She was nice. Every, yeah, she was, she on, was nice. Yeah, she was on everybody's... She, had, she was a poster on everybody's wall. Yeah. And then, of course, number one, best sports movie ever made, Major League. Yeah. So great. Hard to answer. It's up like, there. Hard to argue with that. I mean, Grant, I see why other people might not, but, like, humor, sports, Charlie Sheen, like... Craziness. All day. All day. Yeah. Wild thing. Like, yeah, how do you... Thing. Pedro Serrano. Right. <laughs> doesn't get I hit better. street ball very much. <laughs> <laughs> what you got? Forget about the curveball, Riggy. Yeah. <laughs> Give him the eater. <laughs> Love it. Love it. I'll go next. Push-ups for every pop fly. Upside down. Here's what I think. Upside, upside down. down. <laughs> Here's what I think of your contract, coach. Yeah. I'll go next. Uh, you went five to one, right? Yeah, it's five to one. Uh, I'm going to go. Yeah, I'll go that way, too. Friday Night Lights show and movie. My God, I love I love both of those. What? Friday Night Lights is so ugh. Okay, the show or the movie? Both. What? Get out of here. Are you kidding what? me? Yeah, no, I'm not. Really? Texas Forever, brother. Texas Forever 7? So dumb. So dumb. Anyway, can't you're dumb. I can't even look Num- at you right now. Number four. You're, you are dumb. I can't even look at you right now, Brendan. <laughs> <laughs> number four. Major League for me. Um... I don't know how you put Major League at number four or yeah. whatever. Well, this is in order. No order for me. It, it should be. It top should five. Be. It no order be. for me. I Rookie ordered. of the Year. I love that movie. Rowan Gardner. That was a good one. Garden Hoser. <laughs> <laughs> Rosenbagger. <laughs> yeah, great movie. Great movie. Rookie oh, yeah. of the Year. Remember the Titans, Denzel? <laughs> really? How yeah, dare you, dude? Yeah, What? Dude, I can only see a movie so many times after it's on That's everything the greatness in the world. Of it. It's how many times you can go wa- go back and watch it, and know. it never gets old. Dude, I, I kind get- of agree. I could like dang near quote the entire, and it gets a little cheesy because you don't like TV, dude. dude it gets dude, I real love TV. It is soaked in cheese. Yeah, that movie. it really is. Though so- I agree with you that. So and that good ballpark nacho cheese too, like not real cheese, no. but like that <laughs> like kind of like government pasteurized Velveeta processed cheese, cheese yeah. food. It's like Ugh. GMO cheese. That movie was good when I was like twelve years old, but now that I'm like thirty four, I'm like, yeah, this movie is horrible. No. You're- <laughs> I will say though, Denzel killed it in that movie. Yeah, Denzel kills it. Denzel in every kills movie. it in everything yeah, he does. That's true. Yeah, that's Whoa. true. The Equalizer is a good one with Denzel. Still haven't seen it, but I want to. I can give you a hundred more sports movies that are better than that. Yeah. Anyway, that was your number three. Yeah. No, no order. That was that number was his four. Number one. Uh, <laughs> number one. My number, number one. one well, this is my number one movie of all time. Sandlot. The greatest thing ever put on film. Sandlot. Sandlot. Yeah, great. I can't. I can't fight you on that one yeah super movie that movie i will say though maybe not the greatest thing put in the film no you're wrong greatest movie. I, gladiator for me is my all-time favorite like can do no wrong i'll watch it a gazillion times this the sandlot is timeless sandlot is absolutely timeless. the humor does not get old the story does not get old right and it's a teachable movie yeah you can watch remember it. the titans that gets really yeah. old really fast yeah I have to agree with them on that. One there man's opinion is one man's opinion. Yeah, it's the right one. <laughs> I imagine there are probably a few more people. My honorable mention is um, The Rookie with Dennis Quaid. I love that movie. I, I can go back. Oh, yeah, and, that is a good one. A good I can one. go Where back. He's the coach and yeah. He, yeah, goes to the majors. That's a cool yeah. one. Yeah, I can go back and watch that movie anytime and it never gets old for me. Mm-hmm. All right, so my top five, and I will go five to one on mm-hmm. this one. Uh, so for me, uh, replacements number five. 
Love yep. that movie. Great Classic. Movie. Keanu Reeves still can't dance. My favorite scene is when they're in jail and he's in the back, like all yep. super awkward. Like, yep. yeah. love that movie. Um, footstep, Shane Falco. Uh, <laughs> I would put uh, Sandlot as number four for me. Love the Sandlot. Love everything about it. Um, but Hey, Sandlot didn't even make my list. Yeah, so that's fair, fine. Fair. How dare you? Uh, last they're chance. making a prequel. Sorry, they're making a prequel. That'd be I, cool. I don't know if you know that. But I yeah. did not. And there's the one with a girl in it, too. Oh, there's there's like two or three of them yeah, that they remade. I didn't even watch all those. Oh, yeah. I just original Sandlot. Not one. worth it. Yeah. Uh, last Chance You, I really love that just because, again, of how raw it is, how oh, real yeah. it is to see exactly what it's like to be in a program like that. Oh, yeah. Um, and just also the stories. America loves redemption stories, and that's all this is, is redemption stories. Yep. And so uh, great music, too. Love the music. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, just love that real, love that raw. Mm-hmm. Uh, Friday Night Lights show slash movie for me would be number two. Um, yeah, get out of here with that. How dare you, dude? Right, Texas How forever, dare bro. Texas forever. Texas, forever. so much cheese. Hey, what's <sighs> what the scene? The what? We should know this. I, <laughs> I, you can't even explain it <laughs> enough for me to know. One heart, not some one. Uh, oh my god, clear eyes, full hearts can't lose. Thank you. I got you. you. That's why you're here. Clear eyes, full, full hearts, hearts can't, can't lose. lose. Yeah, you can take a nap over there, then. Take uh, a nap, dude. Take a nap, bro. That is covered in cheddar cheese. Yes, it is. Bro. Yes, That's it is. kind and of cheese. Sharp cheddar. cheese. Sharp, sharp, cheddar. great, great cheese. Uh-huh. 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 Great, grated cheese. Anyways, uh, and the number one again for me, Major League. Yeah, all time yeah. classic. All time classic. Again, you cannot humor argue with that. Doesn't get funny. Like it doesn't get any better than that, in my no. opinion. You like, just can't argue. Also, with it. a timeless movie. Right. And yeah. again, I think my my honorable mention. It's got to be Dodgeball, man. Oh yeah, it's getting hilarious. Yeah. ESPN eight the Pepper needs new shorts. Like, <laughs> I'm like, shocked. I'm shocked. <laughs> like hilarious. Dodge, dip, dive, <laughs> duck, and he dodge. seems to be uh, duck, dip, diving, dodge. <laughs> he seems to be covering his uh, eyes with a with a cloth. Yeah, he will not be able to see very well, Cotton. <laughs> uh, we put we, feathered and lethal. <laughs> we put it out on social media and uh, asked for asked for uh, our listeners' top five. And we had a guy, uh, our friend Brian Jimenez from Houston. He uh, mentioned on Twitter his um, top five. Remember the Titans? I don't know if these are in order. Um, <laughs> remember the Titans. <laughs> Major League, Rudy. Dude, it's so hard for me not to put Rudy in that Oh, list. yeah, Rudy's great, too. Rudy's yeah. a great movie. God, that I kind of movie kind of bores the shit out of me, though. It's a little cheesy. It's, it takes forever the to develop. Thing and then he plays one play. It's the greatness of the movie. I know. I understand. Yeah. But, like, okay. Like, okay. This is a dude that everybody told you're not going to play football. Stop. You're not going to play football. Okay, I would rather and he talk goes about Sean Barkley, then. The dude who has one arm. Who's playing in the pros. Who led the team in tackles. Let's talk about that dude. Fuck Rudy. Excuse you. Yeah. You're right. Excuse you. Yeah. Uh Brian also says, um <laughs> I got one more thing to say about Major League. Go ahead, go. Okay. Uh so Brian Brian's list. Remember the Titans. Major League, Rudy, Boulderham, Rocky. Ooh. Oh, basketball. I forgot about basketball. I forgot about dude, basketball. Dang dude, it, dude. Yeah. Basketball is a great movie. Oh, man. Also an honorable mention. Yeah. Basketball. Easy. Yeah. Okay. And Brian said uh Brian's honorable mentions are uh, White Man Can't Jump, The Sandlot, Ooh, Caddyshack, one. and Miracle. Yeah, Dude, Caddyshack. All, great is, honorable mention, Miracle's Brian. Good, that too. is a great yeah, list. Yeah, that's Caddyshack, a great list right We had just talked about Caddyshack. Yeah. Also yeah. great. Ronnie Dangerfield. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, uh, the best thing about Major League is probably Bob Euchre. Yeah. Just a bit, bit outside. outside. <laughs> Ball four. Ball eight. Ball eight. Ball 12. <laughs> What's the line? He's like, 
today's <laughs> today's broadcast is sponsored by. Where is Who it? Gives uh, a shit? I can't find it. it. Who one gives hit? a shit? No one's listening. <laughs> one hit. That's all we got. One <laughs> goddamn hit. <laughs> you can't say goddamn on the air. No Don't worry, gives, nobody's listening. <laughs> Bob Euchre, man. God, so great. Oh, God, it's so great. Um, on Instagram, we also had a, our other friends, uh, Adrian Cardenas. Am I saying his name right? Card- yeah, Cardenas. Cardenas, thank you. Uh, he's a big UFC guy, so his five, he did it in order. His five. Uh, number five, Warrior. That's a great movie. It is a really mm-hmm. good movie. Uh, four, Bad News Bears. Three, good Remember one. the Titans. Two, Dodgeball. One, Major League. Uh, I think that he then he put N two or something, but yeah, Major League One and Two is. Oh, Major League One and Two. Thank you. Yeah. Sorry, read that wrong. Uh, Young Guns eighty five. Our buddy Marcus. He said five. Rudy, four. Longest Yard. Good one. Wait, the new or the old? Uh, he didn't specify. Okay. Um, yeah. if it's the new one, I'm not. I like Adam Sandler. I just, just. I'm one? not mad at the new one though. Yeah, the new one's funny. It's, it's funny. It's funny. It has okay. its moments. Um, number three, the fish that saved Pittsburgh. Number two, Root Warrior. Good one. And number one, Rocky. Invincible, also. Yeah, Invincible is a great movie. Rocky's Rocky's great too. Yeah. Rocky's you can't argue. Rocky Four would be my favorite. Yeah. If I was a bigger boxing fan, I think I would like those more. Yeah, because they're great movies. They're just all inspiring. Like you know, yeah. but sometimes just like oh, okay, man, I just get bored. Yeah. yeah, but boxing will be one of the topics for the history and sports because that's dating back like. Way back, way way, 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 way. I think the Epic of Gilgamesh might have even been like the first recorded boxing match in history. Crazy, yeah. kind of a deal. Yeah. yeah. And even then, we'll go into like Roman Greco Olympics and all crazy, like yeah. all kinds of crazy stuff, man. Yeah. Sports has been around forever. It yeah. has. <laughs> it really has. I'm just reading quotes on IMDb for Major League, and they're just so great, dude. Like God, Jake, yeah. Ta- Jake Taylor. I play for the Indians here in Cleveland. I didn't know they still had a team. <laughs> <laughs> How much do how much do baseball players make, or how much do you how much do you make? I make the league minimum. The league minimum. <laughs> so do baseball great. players make good money? We do all right. How much do you make? I make the league minimum. <laughs> Dude, it's, just, it's full of great lines. I just <laughs> just constant one liners. Yeah. You got anything else? <laughs> just a reminder, fans. Coming up is our diehard night here at the stadium. Free admission to anyone who's actually alive. The last time the Indians won a pennant. <laughs> There's so many good ones. <laughs> Dude, I love that movie. I love All when right. Bob Uecker passes out and the guy has to take over in the booth and he's like, ball, fly ball, caught. <laughs> <laughs> Such a good movie. I oh, feel like I find it interesting. All of us were like the funnier movies, the better, like funny and sport. That's what makes like, movies great, man. Yeah. Oh, man. But anyway. Anyways. All right. Moving on. Moving on here. A little more sports talk for you. You got to deal with us for a few more minutes here. A couple more minutes. Sorry about NFL you. predictions, AFC North. Should be fun. I mean, I think we all kind of know who's going to go ahead and win this division and being the Pittsburgh Steelers, but let's go ahead and talk about everybody else anyway. Yeah. So let's start with the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, kind of an interesting team. Went 7-9 and nine last year. Here in Cincinnati? They still have uh, a team? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> Um, so a couple of their draft picks, they picked up Billy Price, a center out of Ohio State. Uh, they picked up, and that was in the first round. The second round, they picked up uh, Jesse Bates, the third, a safety out of Wake Forest. Uh, Sam Hubbard, a DN, was in the third round for them out of uh, Ohio State. The reason that I like their draft pick is because they picked uh, the outside linebacker, Malik Jefferson, out of the University of Texas. He's picked in the third round, uh, 14th pick out of that round. <clears throat> picked up a few other guys, too. They have a running back, uh, Mark Walton. 
uh, out of Florida. Florida always produces good running backs, in my opinion. They also picked up a couple of cornerbacks out of Illinois State and then Western Michigan. Quarterback out of Toledo, Logan Woodslide. Uh, a guard out of Old Miss. A wide receiver, uh, Aiden Tate out of Florida State. That rhymes. Uh, and then uh, Andrew Brown, a Dean out of Virginia. Uh, so looking at their team, um, at least for the transactions, they've they've made a few moves, I think. Uh, they waived some guys. They picked some guys up. They placed some guys on uh, injury reserve. They placed uh, linebacker Brandon Bell on the active uh, non-football injury list. Um, and then they placed uh, D and uh, Elmore on the reserve slash retired list. Um, they also terminated the contract of wide receiver Brandon LaFell. Uh, and they also waived uh, the D and uh, Roland Jones. Um, haven't done too terribly much this offseason. They made a few, like I said, a few moves, but nothing nothing too wild. Uh, so looking at, um, let's look at their depth chart here. I always find this interesting. Uh, so, of course, they have Dalton up there front. Uh, A.J. Green is kind of their big guy. That I know they wave LaFell. Uh, Mixon came out of uh, Oklahoma, and you know how I feel about Oklahoma. Um, let me see their defense again, just a base 4-3 defense. Got a, they got an okay defense, not great you know obviously can get better just as with any team uh looking at their schedule overall uh i think they're probably going to do about the same if not a little bit worse than last year uh i think they said that the wide receiver that they had is putting up some pretty good numbers for the time being um still don't think that they're going to really go very far um i'm you know they went like i said they went seven in line last year i'm guessing that they're going to go six and ten this year i think they're going to take a little bit of a step back um I don't know what this team needs to do to get any better. I don't know if it's a coaching issue, if it's a player personnel issue. I know they need some help on the defensive side of the ball, at least in my opinion. Um, But, yeah, so I'm thinking they're going to take a step back. And the only reason I say that is because I do think that Baltimore and Cleveland have gotten better, whereas they haven't done much. So I'm guessing that they're going to lose an extra game, maybe even two, just because of how little that they've really, truly progressed, in my opinion. Uh, Baltimore. Baltimore is going to be a little bit more fun this year. Um, I really like some of the pickups that they had. Uh, they had a tight end, uh, Hayden Hurst out of South Carolina, who I think is going to do some good work. They also picked up Lamar Jackson, who I think is going to be an explosive player in the NFL. Uh, a lot of potential out of this kid. I want to see really what he can do. And so I'm curious as to how they'll utilize him. Uh, they also picked up a guy at the university of Texas, uh, Deshaun Elliott. He's a safety. So I like that pickup. Uh, go horns, go horns. Picked up uh, Anthony Everett out of uh, Alabama. Always a good pickup. Teams out of Al- any player from Alabama really is a good pickup. I mean that program produces top top caliber talent. Uh, picked up a wide receiver out of UCLA, which I thought was going to be good for them. Um, I know they need a little bit of help out there, especially with uh, Steve Smith kind of being where he is. Uh, so looking at their transactions outside of that, um, not too, too much. I know they uh, promoted Ron Medlin uh, to head certified athletic trainer and then uh, Joey Clary to a college and pro scout. So that'll be interesting to kind of see how those kind of turn around. Maybe they can keep teams a little bit more, uh, a little healthier maybe. Yeah. Uh, maybe find some better talent. Danny Wood had announced his retirement back on March 17th with the team. Wow. Uh, after releasing him on the 13th. Yeah. Um, which, again, I can't blame him for a smaller running back getting knocked around a little bit. Yeah, uh, They also agreed to terms with Robert Griffin III for a one-year contract, so he'll be injured within the next couple of days. Did they really? Yeah, so he's been picked up. What? That's news to me. Yeah. Uh, Good he, for him. He, he played pretty well at the uh, first half. Good for him. Uh, or the first game. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be interesting to see. Right now I think it goes uh, Flacco, Jackson, and then Griffin. Again, Griffin can't stay healthy to save his life. 
Um, I also like the fact that they picked up Michael Crabtree, so that'll be a good pickup for them. Uh, of course, wow. they have Collins as a running back there. Uh, Hurst is probably going to be the number one tight end, which I can't blame them for. Um, so, yeah, they're going to be pretty good. And they actually have a 3-4 defense as opposed to the 4-3 from Cincinnati. Uh, outside linebacker of Suggs, I mean, that dude's a monster. We've all heard that name too many times. Uh, Williams, Pierce, and Urban look like they make up that front uh, front duo there, or the front trio there. Um so, yeah, defense, a little bit better. Not quite the same without our boy uh, Ray Lewis. Um, since then, you know, it's been a little bit different. Um, different team, man. Different team for sure. Uh, but I do think that they have improved. I do think that the Ravens have improved overall as a team. And so I'm pretty excited to kind of see where they go. Again, I'm really excited to see what uh, Lamar Jackson does for the team. Um, give me one second here. Let me uh, find this deal here. I want to see something in particular. I want to see if I can't find. Uh... No, they don't have it. Anyway, so last year they went nine and seven. Um, I think they're actually going to do probably about the same this year. I think maybe nine, seven, eight, and eight. Um, just as they're kind of implementing these new guys, a rookie tight end, maybe a rookie quarterback. Uh, yeah. See if RG three or even Lamar Jackson can't take that starting spot from Flacco. I really do hope RG three. Um not figures it out because i mean he's a, he's, I mean, he's a, top, a good player top talent I, he just but I, gets I, hurt i just hope he can stay healthy because yeah. he's a, he's just one of those he's just one of those good dudes in the league that you know deserves to do well right in my opinion and i've always wanted him to do well i mean yeah. he, i didn't like him obviously when he played at baylor yeah but i know you hate i know well i know you hate oklahoma i do and so baker mayfield is affiliated with oklahoma yes but i really do hope he does well i do too i really do hope he does well he showed what he he showed his well not what he well he didn't show it all but he did very well in the preseason game. I agree. That's with That's a great sign for them. I agree with that. I I mean, does he start? He shouldn't. Shouldn't start. In my opinion, he should not start. Let Tyrod yeah, Taylor. Yeah, let Tyrod do his thing. Yeah, I mean, Tyrod Taylor doesn't throw picks, and yeah. Baker Mayfield doesn't throw a whole lot of picks either. That's I'm not saying that he has that over him, but what I'm saying is that Tyrod doesn't throw picks, which correlates to winning seasons. Yeah, and also. Tyrod Taylor can lead a team when he's done it before. Now, again, not saying that Baker Mayfield can't, but I want Baker Mayfield to get past the point where he's just ready to start. I want him to be, like, overly prepped to start. Yeah. So that when he walks out there in a Browns uniform, he's successful. Yeah, yeah. Tyrod's no slouch. Yeah. yeah, let Tyrod be the bridge between, you know, whoever else they had beforehand and and Baker Mayfield. Because yeah. I think Mayfield will do well. I think he has all the tools to, to do be, well. To do well. Yeah. But... And you got to give Tyrod the opportunity to do well too. Yeah, yeah. you know, and he yeah. has done well. I mean, with Buffalo, it's not an easy division to be in. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You got New England, like that's right, just right there. That's almost two losses a year. Yeah, yeah, exactly. you know what I'm saying. I didn't mean to sidetrack you. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, you're good. But Different yeah, division. so I, you know, I, I hope you know I can see Baltimore doing about the same as what they did last year, maybe even one step down, um, just kind of depending on how some of these other teams look. Um, I will say, though, that I think Cleveland is going to win more games, so I don't know who the wins are going to be taken away from. I think at least one from Baltimore and one from Cincy. I think that Cleveland can take at least one from both of those. Um, but we'll see how they do. So, yeah, maybe 9-7, and 8-8, eight and eight, maybe even 7-9, and nine, just kind of depending on uh, how well the Cle- how well Cleveland does. Okay. Cleveland, for me, is my most exciting team this year to kind of watch and pay attention to. I think there is no other team who has gotten that much better in this offseason. I don't think there's a single team that can say that they've improved as much as the Cleveland Browns have this offseason with their wide receiver core, 
uh, with their uh, a little bit with the defense, with their quarterbacks mostly is my big thing. I mean, who did who did they just trade that you sent me the other day that you were like that is not a good move at all? Uh, I think it was Coleman. Coleman, right? I think Corey Coleman. Yeah, yeah. I think they traded him to uh, the Bills for um, a draft pick. But the reason they did that is because they have Callaway and Rashad Higgins, and Higgins played at a U.S. or no. CSU and I actually got to see one of his games when he was playing at CSU and he's he's he looked like a boy among men when he was playing out there awesome um he's got that big play ability he's quick he's fairly intelligent like he knows what to do and so I'm excited to see if he can actually start to break into like a, a pretty significant spot there um and then again they have Jones now as a wide receiver they have uh like I said they have uh Higgins they have all the good stuff so anyway so back to kind of where Cleveland was so Cleveland had uh, two first round picks and two second round picks and I think they did very well with all of them in my opinion uh, Baker Mayfield quarterback out of Oklahoma uh, Denzel Ward cornerback out of Ohio State they have an offensive guard um, Austin Cor- Corbett uh, out of uh, Nevada and then Nick Chubb a running back out of Georgia which I think was probably in my opinion one of the steals of the draft he's a workhorse he'll get you that three to five yards every time um, so I'm excited to see how they do now they went 0 and 16 last year so they had a perfect season um, so again, I do think that they are going to do better, significantly better. In my opinion, they have the opportunity to go like 10 and six. I think they can go to, I think they can have a winning record and maybe even break playoffs. That'd be- yeah. HBO <laughs> had a, a great pick on, uh, doing hard knocks this year because God, they have so much talent. Baker Mayfield looks good. Tyrod looks good. It should be exciting to see. There's so many good teams this year, though. There God, are. There man, really are. So many a good lot of teams. teams have gotten a lot better, and it's, it's going to be a good see. season. It's going to be a great season. So, yeah, they have Josh Gordon out there, excellent receiver. As long as he can pass a drug test, like, he's fucking golden. I mean, I can't blame him, though, bro. I mean, in my opinion, we'll get into that a different day. You're yeah. talking about Josh? Is uh, that what you're talking about? No, uh, yeah, Josh Gordon. Yeah. If he can get off them, off yeah, them they, bong rips. Yeah, they had talked about that uh last night on the episode one of hard knocks and it's just kind of like when do we when is he coming back uh when he's ready yeah is basically what they said it's yeah like, oh man yeah yeah no I don't. And that's tough like as a tough as a team how do you how do you it's man, that next man up mentality yeah man. it's like you find the next guy like do we wait for him or what you know right. it's like man i need a receiver here now yeah. right well you they know? have a couple they have like i said they have higgins they have callaway like those guys are much better than a lot of people i think understand yeah um so anyway so yeah they have landry on the outside gordon coleman higgins they have lewis out there Landry um, looks really good too he does yeah um and then again they have nick chubb uh carlos hyde is also one of their running backs i think their quarterback situation is interesting tyron taylor drew stan baker mayfield there's gonna be a battle in there like there's gonna be a battle in there so again like i was saying I can see them going 10 and six potentially. Absolutely. Like I can have a lot of potential to have a great season. They do. And I think the biggest thing is that the talent that they have now is so different that they can implement new strategies. Different things. Right. They can have guys who will actually, you know, be able to guard them in this package and guys who can actually, you know, guard, you know, uh, offensive linemen that might be able to actually run certain packages that they couldn't before because they didn't have the strength to do Mm so. Um, I think, like I said, Nick Chubb might be the steal of the draft for me. I think yeah. he's going to put up a lot of, a lot of, uh, even fantasy points, probably in my opinion. But I mean, he's going to be that workhorse for him. He's going to really help offset what the quarterbacks can do. And Tyrod Taylor can also, both Tyrod Taylor and Baker Mayfield can, can also run. run. They can run. So that's going to be interesting to see. Uh, realistically, I see the Browns going maybe like, 
five wins, six wins. Yeah, hopefully they have a 50-50 season at least. At least. Hopefully. I mean, it's hard to do worse than what you did last year. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, they're in a tough they're in a tough division. They are, and it's going to be tough for them to climb out of that hole. They've been in this hole for a while Long now. Time. So I think they're finally gotten some right pieces in the place. I think they're finally been able to maybe turn it around a little bit. Like I said, I think this – off season has been the most successful off season for them in a very long time and probably more successful than any other team out there right now. So moving on to, in my opinion, the favorites to take this division, the Steelers, Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm-hmm. How do you go wrong? Great uniforms. Big Ben. Big Ben. Yeah. Uh, so a couple of pickups out of them. They got a James Washington of Ohio state. I like that pickup. I like Mason Rudolph coming out of Oklahoma state. Also, uh, especially with the fact that they got the receiver out of Oklahoma State. So, you know, instant connection, instant, you know what I'm saying, which I think is always good. Uh, Virginia Tech's uh, safety, they picked up Terrell uh, Edmonds. First pick, or first round, 28 pick. Uh, last year they went 13-3. and three. So it kind of depends for me on how well they do this year. Now, Le'Veon Bell has still been kind of holding out for the time being, although he is their number one. Um, I think that, obviously, this team has a ton of talent. Ben Roethlisberger, Juju Smith, Brown, like, you know, these guys are just stacked. They have McDonald tight end, James is a tight end, uh, Bell, Connor, Nick, Samuels, all is running back. Like, they're, we know that their offense is stacked. Mm-hmm. Looking at their defense, again, just a solid team. Uh, outside linebacker, Watt, which I love uh, that both Watts get to play. The quarterbacks are excellent. They're, uh, they run at that 3-4 defense, so again, I... I don't even have to worry about the Steelers' defense, in my opinion. Granted, you always want to be a better on a defensive team. Defense wins championships, but I don't have to worry. Like, I don't even want to go into it. The fact, like, they're fine. Yeah, it's all They're going to be fine. <laughs> uh, schedule, 13-3. and three. I don't really see that necessarily this year. Um, I think a lot of the games that they had last year, they kind of pulled out of a hat a little bit. They had some some magic on some games. Um, but I see them going 12-4, and four, you know, 11-5. and five. Like, they're going to have a great season. They're making the playoffs. They're always in contention. Again, great coaching staff, great quarterback, a ton of offensive talent. Again, Brown and Juju Smith are probably, you know, two of the uh, – that probably is one of the best trios in football right now, okay. even better than Brady and whoever he has. You know, I would say that they probably have the best wide receiver quarterback group in the league. Awesome. So, yeah, I got the Steelers taking this division, looking at probably, in my opinion, 12-4. and four. Uh, But, again, the thing to look for in this division is not how well the Steelers do, it's how well the Browns do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's That'll see be... what, what happens with Baker Mayfield. Does he eventually start down the road? How does Tyrod Taylor do in Cleveland? How do the Browns fans yeah. react? Like, that's going to be fun even I for think me. If, Tyrod, if, if Tyrod continues to stay healthy and do well, they'll stick with Tyrod. I think and so, then, too. You know, I and think then so, too. Whatever, I think so. Whatever happens to Tyrod in the future happens to Tyrod, and then Baker Mayfield will end up, yeah. you know, taking the spot. Or maybe Baker goes somewhere else. You know, you never know. Yeah. You know? I think it'll be a kind of a weekly deal to pay attention to. I think just depending on how well um, Tyrod does, obviously. I mean, if if he's struggling a little bit, they might want to make a move. They might look at making that move. Um, he would have to struggle a lot. Yeah. I, I was going to say, he did, I think he'd have to struggle quite a bit. Yeah. Or get hurt. Because, again, even if he throws picks, it's probably like an average quarterback at yeah. that point in time. Because yeah. he doesn't throw interceptions. No. And, again, over time, if you look at the correlation between pickoffs and win percentages, yeah, the more pickoffs you have, the way lesser win percentage goes down. You, do you think, though, do you think if the demand for Baker is to be put on the field more and more by fans, do you think um, coaching staff? They fucking better not. <laughs> If they're winning ball games, yeah, what's they the matter? Gonna, they ain't gonna do, they gonna, yeah. they gonna do nothing. No, yeah, just know. let them. Even if he struggles, let them. 
know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let Baker Mayfield get better first. Okay. Let yeah. him get acclimated to the sport. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Let him turn him, let him learn. Right. Yeah. I've been saying for a while, like, oh, yeah, I don't, I don't like Oklahoma. So Baker Mayfield can fuck off. But in my opinion, out of the draft, he was the most ready quarterback. Everybody was saying that Josh Rosen out of UCLA was. I didn't yeah. see that as much. No. Because of this, the style of football that he played. Yeah. Like, I, I don't think that he would have the time to do what he needed to do. Dude, how many years How many years did Romo sit? How many years did Aaron Rodgers sit? Oh, how many yeah. years did Tom exactly. Brady sit? Yeah. yeah. You know, it just makes sense. Yeah. yeah. You prolong their career, too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Get them smarter. Yeah. And that's my biggest thing. If you want to keep a quarterback in your system for a long Educate time. Him. Educate him on your system so that he doesn't necessarily want to leave anymore. Educate yeah. him on the NFL. Yeah. Right. Let him learn everything that he possibly can before you yeah. throw him out there. Like, yeah. yeah, Baker looked good at the preseason game, but, I mean. It's also a preseason game. It was game. preseason game. He was playing against a bunch of scrubs. I yeah. mean, yeah, he still looked good. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah. Let him learn. No, I'm yeah. with y'all. I'm yeah. with y'all. Just, It'll be all right. It'll yeah. all work yeah. itself out. It'll get yeah. there. Yeah. But I just don't want to see him go out there and fail. Like every other Browns quarterback does. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's... like there's that you know that picture of that jersey that has like 800 names on the side for every starting quarterback that they've had over the past 40 years. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Like I feel bad for the I feel bad for the Cleveland fans. I think if you're a Cleveland Browns fan, you're probably the most diehard fan in sports. Absolutely. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Outside of maybe like what were they? The, they're the Aces now, the women's basketball team that was in San Antonio. I feel bad for the baseball fans there, man. They've had the Indians have been teasing them and they couldn't get over the hump. Yeah. Well, yeah. they have uh they had LeBron out there, so they were fine. Yeah. But now they don't. <laughs> no, now they don't. Now they have to rely on the Indians. Yeah. Or the Browns. But again, the Browns that's exciting. It is. Browns yeah. are exciting in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. No, it's I can definitely imagine it'd be excitement out so. there that, you know, it's like oh shit, we can actually do something this year. I'd like to see them go ten and six. Yeah. I would. I would. I'd like, like to, to see them having a winning record. For the Just, first time. Yeah. A wooden record? Oh, wooden, yeah, winning. <laughs> After they have a winning, winning record, record brother. Wood. <laughs> a yeah, that'd be cool. Record yeah. winning. Yeah. Anything else? <sighs> no, man. Those are uh, my Was NFL predictions. Man. NFL finally, yay! Oh, I know. Yes, I'm so excited. NFL's back with a whole lot of football. I'm so excited. I'm gonna have to figure it out because Hulu Plus doesn't get a whole lot of football, so. I'm going to have yeah. to figure it out. Probably, I bet uh, MSNBC probably has some kind of like online deal that you can join. Something. Yeah, I'll figure it out. Or NFL Network, I guess. Yeah, you yeah. could buy the app. Yeah. If you really want to. Can yeah. you just throw it under your TV? Or just, you know, you go down to the bar. You got a bar right around the corner I do. from you. Yeah. I no got a deal. Yeah. Let There's them. a new bar down there? The one we went to. Which one? Uh, Drink Texas. Oh, yeah, that's right, huh? There was a bar, literally. The, yeah, the one the that one, we met a couple times, is, yeah. it's a burger restaurant now. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, that's yeah. right. Yeah, that was man. a good place. If you ever want, if you are ever in the Stonehawk area and you need, if you want a good burger, Hawks Burgers, right there. Where the, oh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. I haven't been there yet. We've been a couple times. Party. Yeah. Party at Hawks. Party. Party win. Party, Party on. on Party on. Remember, be excellent to each other, everybody. Please Seriously. be excellent to each other. Be good people. It's not right. that hard. Well, I had fun. Is that, it? Too, Is that all we got? Yeah, that's all we got. That's all I got. That was episode 15. Thanks for listening in. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, what do we got coming up? Anything? Uh, I don't think we do. Maybe I got an idea for a guest. Uh, maybe we'll have Marcus on. Yeah, it's dude, NFL. yeah, I was going to ask you. He plays yeah. fan- He plays, fan- plays a lot of fantasy. Oh, that'd be a big one. Yeah. I have a lot yeah. of friends who are way into fantasy. So I can check with Marcus, see if he's available for next time, which yeah. he probably will be. 
I'm trying to get a few other friends and people that I know on the show as well. So stay stay tuned in for that. Yeah. Some pretty special guests that I have in mind. It's like I got some on the hook too. An international basketball player. Yeah, uh, yeah. Basketball coach. Yeah. I- ideas aren't aren't lacking these no, days. <laughs> no. Ever growing. Yeah. This guy <laughs> wants to be a history teacher. Is in, introducing history into the show. So I do. y'all so, are welcome. You're welcome for learning. Hopefully, things. you walked away learning something new today. Yeah. Even if you didn't, just pretend like you didn't make me feel better. <laughs> exactly. Uh, All right, boys. It was fun as always. Thank right. you, man. Thanks Thank for you. hanging out. Yes. Everybody, uh, drop us a line. Double A sports show at gmail.com. Double Damn. spelled out D O U B L E A. How'd you spell it? Sports show.com. Yeah. I think drop I spelled it right. Line. Did I spell it right? You spelled it right. Okay, at, cool. gmail.com. at gmail.com. At gmail.com. At gmail.com. Yeah, drop us a line. Facebook, too. Give us those likes. Give us those likes. Do double, it for the gram. Double tap for the, gram. for the gram. For those that have left a positive review on iTunes, if you haven't done it yet, go go uh, email us in your address and get a wristband. Like we're yeah, we're working yeah, on yeah. getting more more yeah, yeah, more yeah. merch in too. So um, go do that. Leave it. You can't talk right now. Leave your address at our email, and uh, we'll get your wristband out. We appreciate it so much for doing that. So yeah, thank you. Um, that's all yeah, I got. That's all I got. We'll see you guys next week. How dare you not like the time? That's it for episode 15. That was 15. See y'all later. Peace. Later.